What up, y'all? It's Carter. Real quick, this episode of The Blur Cave is going to be like every other episode of The Blur Cave that you all have enjoyed thus far. But this one is actually going to just stop at a certain point. It's nothing on your end. You didn't get a text message. You didn't get your girlfriend calling you while you on the freeway asking you where her McFlurry is. Nothing like that. It's just Ernie had a bit of technical difficulties at the end. But again, you didn't miss anything. We still answered your questions. We still got your super chats. We still just answered random questions during the show like always. But we just wanted you to know once it just abruptly stops and you don't hear us anymore, you can go back to listening to whatever sexually explicit content you were listening to on Spotify. Uh, the Wu-Tang, Coheed and Cambria, uh, uh, Fergie. I don't know. But yeah, we just wanted you all to know that before we started this off. So, uh, yeah, I guess we can go ahead and hit that Blur Cave intro now. Word the wise, grass only greener when it's fertilized. Gave them truth in these songs, they prefer the lies. That's any beautiful adrift than her purple lies. You can't see me, you see me. Wondering how I reach more evolutions than Evie and make it look easy. Dream on, dream on, dream weaver. What is up, Earth's mightiest subscribers? It's your boy Ernie. Blur without fear. Got the homie. Carter presents in the building. Technically not in the building. Just on the call. But y'all get the vibes. Hi. <laughs> my name is Carter, and my hair took too long to grow, so I cut it all off to show it who's boss. <laughs> Anyway, welcome to the 181st episode of The Blur Cave, the number one comic book news stream in this or any other Earth in the multiverse, which you can also find not just here on YouTube, but you can also find on Google, Apple, Spotify, anywhere else good content can be found in podcast format. We are here. Let's... Man, let's, uh, I think it's time to do the thing, Carter. It's time to do the thing. Uh, I think before, you know, actually before we jump into uh, our stuff, we got a lot, to, well, not a lot, well, technically we got a lot. It depends on how it all goes down. We'll see. We'll, 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 we'll go from there. Um, but, uh, let's see here. I have got some super chats and some channel memberships. I want to address before we uh, before we get into everything. Uh, first, uh, first and foremost, want to uh, thank Bilbo the Governor. Every time I see uh, Bilbo the Governor's name, I think of that uh, MF Doom song, uh, or technically it's JJ Doom. But uh, <laughs> uh, hello, Governor. <laughs> Either that or that one episode of regular show. But yeah, y'all take that how you want. Uh, <laughs> good morning. Thank you for the 12 months, pimp. Uh, we also got the homie Gokhan Shuri's baby's father with a $5 super chat. Says, uh, Justice for Sean Quella, this is, bruh, choose your friends wisely, please. We were actually just talking about this, uh, before, uh, I clicked over, uh, uh, from the countdown screen. I literally, we were literally just talking about this. Look. You know when they say keep your friends close and your enemies closer? Nah, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> keep, 
Keep your it, <laughs> just keep all the motherfuckers the fuck away from you. <laughs> oh my god, yeah that 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 shit was too. That's wild. crazy. You you go to Mexico to celebrate a friend's birthday, mm-hmm. and then get sent to Shadow Realm. That that's yeah. wild. Over some and and very likely over some bullshit. Uh, you know it was. You know. It oh was. yeah, somebody was probably had, somebody was probably sleeping with somebody's baby daddy or or they or maybe it was a unrequited love who knows um why <laughs> i guess uh it didn't you know what carter i think the show didn't appreciate uh that 1999 uh because the the stream just went whoop, hold up <laughs> yeah, now now obs knows how i feel it's okay they'll be all right uh jamal simmons with two dollar super chat says wish you and blurred and uh carter a great thanksgiving hey thank you for that and yeah it is fast approaching damn i completely forgot about that i don't keep up with holidays at all i didn't realize it until i just got a work email that says hey you know you're gonna have a shirt or short work week next week mm. only working like three days or no it was like two days i said word why Thanksgiving. When? Next week. That's why you got a short work week. Oh, word? Okay. Like, all right. <laughs> Honestly, I'm not going to lie. I, I, maybe I'm a terrible person. I don't think much of Thanksgiving, really. I mean, you know, the whole hanging with your family, that, you know, that part, yes. But, like, I just, I don't put a whole heap of a lot of stock in Thanksgiving. And I don't know if it's because I've been conditioned by um, the... I guess the consumer, uh, by by consumerism, you know, because it's one of those deals where, like, when Halloween ends, it ain't even midnight on Halloween, and Walmart and the mall and Target, everybody already got Christmas shit up. Well, first off, I don't know why you bringing up Michael Myers movies, but what I was <laughs> going to say was just, I don't think about Thanksgiving just because I haven't been around family since 2014. Oh, so damn. as far as I'm concerned, that's just a paid day off to catch <laughs> up on whatever. This fool. <laughs> this fool. I mean, I understand. Uh, we got another one here. We got a $20 super chat from uh, whoop, from Jason Davis. Says, so this latest Mortal X-Men could easily serve as a shot-by-shot -shot MCU film introducing those characters. Am I right? I mean, I mean, honestly, you take any comic just about. Uh, if if you know, any good one, any good comic. And, How do you feel about this issue? Uh, Immortal X Men number eight. I liked mm -hmm. it. I liked it. Uh, it's. I will say this: it's definitely setting up sins of sinister uh related shit, and the whole thing. Yep, spoilers for Immortal X Men uh number eight. But um, the whole thing at the end. Uh, with the four vats, I saw that shit coming a mile away because when they first showed who. Dr. Stasis was. That was like the first thing I thought of. I was like, there's going to be two more of the motherfuckers. Because I said, you got one that's got a club on his head, one that's got a diamond. I said, I guarantee you there's one with a heart and one with a spade. <laughs> and watch the one with the spade uh, just be slapping motherfuckers down. Either that or Jerry Duggan doesn't understand how spades works. Karen Gillan and Jerry Duggan—they never played spades. That, that that would be that would be hilarious to me. 
I just want to know if the sinister with the heart on his head refers to himself as the king of hearts and may or may not have a Gundam floating around. Shout out to G Gundam, by the way. That was the first thing that popped in my head when I saw all that oh shit. I was, I, I'm sorry, bro. Just G Gundam was fire. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I, I, but I, 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 I don't see Jerry Duggan slamming cards on the table. <laughs> Cussing the motherfucker out for his books. I, I just don't see. Jerry oh Duggan yeah, no, no, no. Oh no. Dude. And speaking of, you know, speaking of spades, I taught my daughter how to play spades the other day, and she got a hard lesson. She got a hard lesson. That's some fast shit to say. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, because we 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 played, and I was like, we only playing one on one. So I like, yeah, we. Yeah. It's one of those things. I was like, only one person go win. But I was trying to teach her. I was like, okay. I said, here's the guy to. I said, here's what you got to figure out. You got to be able to look at your hand and figure out how many books you got. And she just kind of looked at me. She was like, huh? I was like, just trust me. Just go with it. And I and like so she's and she started getting good at it. She started figuring out real quick. Like, oh, okay, the the these spades a motherfucker. But she started using them too much. <laughs> and then next thing you know, I can tell you when she when she fucked up. She had the ace of spade in her hand, and she threw it down too early. And I was like, "Girl, I said you got to hold that." I said, "You got to hold that ace of spade, baby girl." But I said, "I tell you what," I said, "I'm gonna go ahead and teach you a valuable lesson because it just so happened I got the big joker." Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> but no, um, but no, we got to the end. Like she got so excited, she was counting up her books, and I was like, "Okay," I said, "That's good." I said, "Yeah," I was like, "Yeah, that's not good." Now let me go ahead and slide all my books out. <laughs> and I had damn near double because we just went ahead and played the whole deck. But like, yeah, it just it was <sighs> She learned. She learned some things. But anyway. Uh actually wouldn't that be funny if there was like another, like there were two more sinisters, and one had the big joker on his forehead, and the other had the little. <laughs> First of all, I wouldn't like those anyway, just because we don't play jokers in my house when it came to spades. You leave them goddamn jokers in that box where they belong. <laughs> hey, I'm just I saying. I wish man, motherfucker man. would try to bring them jokers out that little <laughs> box. Look, hey, that, that's probably where they at. They probably in a box in the back of the, uh, like, there's probably a box behind one of the vats. And it's two sinisters in them just, like, sitting there like, please, somebody let me out this motherfucker. <laughs> but no, um... Let's see here. What else we got? I want to make. I'm going back to uh, make sure that uh, we haven't missed uh, anything. Because I know we had some. Uh, I know we had some. I think we might. No, no, no. We're good. We're good. No, we're, we're, good. Good. We're, we're good. good. We're good. We're good. We're caught up on everything. Love to see it. Anyway, let's go ahead and get into our first thing, Carter. Because uh, I don't want to be here all day. Because we got. I got other stuff going on today too. For those that don't know, uh, extra life. Uh, Extra Life is going on uh, this month, actually. Um, uh, And not only that, not only is that uh, going on, but I will be uh, partnering up with my homies from Nerd901, and we are going to be doing a charity stream. It's going to be... I think they're actually starting... As we speak, like they're actually live right now. If uh, if I'm Adam, not mistaken, or is it Nick? Uh, it's probably both of them. Well, if it's, if Nick is in there, no one's watching, so it's fine. 
Oh, wait, I take that back. They are not live yet. They are not live yet. Um, They will be probably shortly. They probably ran in some technical shit. If I had to, uh, if I had to hazard a guess, because uh, I don't see, I don't see them on. But uh, for those, if you, if it's something you you think you might want to check out uh, a little later, uh, by all means, please, please do. Uh, we're gonna be raising money for uh, Le Bonner Children's Hospital. Uh, so basically, uh, for those who don't know, uh, like, cause I think I've done this in the past where I've raised money for St. Jude. Uh, Le Bonner Children's Hospital, I feel like is more of a regional thing, but it's along the same lines. Le Bonner's Children's Hospital is more of a thing like in the Memphis area, in my area, in the kind of Memphis, you know, Tennessee, Mississippi, you know, whatever, uh, area. But, uh, yeah, that said, uh, I, I'm a, I'm a bring up this, uh, let me see if this graphic will actually show. I'm actually not gonna zoom all that in, cause it'll come up looking all fucked up. But, um... But yeah, here let's uh let's pull this up here. I believe it should show correctly. Yep, here it is. Uh, put that down. Uh, anyway, <clears throat> but yeah, right here I have it pulled up. <clears throat> Nerd nine hundred one. Uh, they will be uh like I said uh shortly. <laughs> They're not live right now, but uh I will uh drop the link uh to the um. Uh, to the stream in the chat, and I'll pin it. And uh, do with that information what you will. Uh, but I like obviously since I'm live right now, we're yeah you know, we're doing the blur cave right. right now. Obviously, I'm not there, but I will be there. Good God, I'm glad. Your tweets. Let me get that because that was playing in my background. Uh. But no, what will happen is uh, after the show, probably around uh, five my time, I will very likely wind up uh, over out that way. I got to drive out to Mississippi for this one because Nick lives in in the boon in the boonies out in the bo out, out in the boondocks. But no, um. I'll be out there with them. We're going to be playing video games. Uh, I don't know what. We usually play like Ultimate Chicken Horse, which is just a hilarious game in and of itself. It sounds as crazy as the name would imply. And you want to play uh, General Jousting? No. <laughs> no. No, Carter. No one plays that. At least... <laughs> at, at, at least not... In a way that I could take seriously. <laughs> but no. Um, no, we'll be playing a bunch of different random and sundry games, most likely. I don't know what all is on the docket. But, uh, yeah, it'll be fun. It'll be some fun. Uh, let's go ahead and get into our topics for today. Carter, let's start with the first one. This one I found interesting, Carter. Yeah. So, for those unfamiliar... Sony has been trying to create a Spider-Verse for a long time. And I'm not just talking about the Miles Morales, like, you know, into the Spider-Verse, whatever. I'm not just talking about that. Sony has been trying to make their own version of the Marvel Cinematic Universe for quite some time. Quite some time. For, 
I mean, honestly, going back as early as the first uh, Amazing Spider-Man uh, with Andrew Garfield. Um, I'm trying to remember. How far? Let's see. How far back was that? Amazing Spider-Man was 2012. So for the last 10 years, basically, Sony has been trying to get a cinematic universe off the ground in some way, shape, form, or fashion. And uh, do you remember the things they were trying to create, Carter, back then? Do you remember what they were? can't remember specifically. I just remember they were trying to... They were just trying to make a lot of characters, in my opinion, no one cared about mm -hmm. into films and, and different forms of media so that they could, <clears throat> in my opinion, squeeze out all the spider money they could before mm -hmm. Marvel tried to get their grubby hands on it. Yeah, so the Sinister Six, that was the main one. Yeah, I do remember that. Yep, yep, yep. And then there was also rumors of a... There was even rumors of a Craven movie back then. Yeah. And they also wanted to make a movie about Aunt May. Uh, yeah, it was like, like, you, like a spash film. Or some shit. Yeah, because like, it was around the right. time that Agent Carter was a thing, and they it was it was basically supposed to be just like Agent Carter, supposed to be like a show that depict the, it depicted uh, Aunt May as like some kind of a badass super spy. Like Wait, it wasn't was like it? a slice okay. a slice of life, but it was she was basically it was supposed to basically reveal that Aunt May had a secret life that Peter didn't know about. See, I. <laughs> I thought I was misremembering because I couldn't remember if mm -hmm. it was Aunt May or was it Peter's parents. No, no, no. It was gonna. This was something on Aunt May. This was okay. gonna be something on Aunt May. Now, the, the if there was gonna be something with Peter's parents, maybe they're probably were gonna try and do something like that. But the Aunt May one was the one I think that stuck out in my mind the most because it was the most ridiculous. Uh, they also wanted to make a Madam Web movie, uh, which now to be fair, some of those things. Are happening now, like because uh, as the Tom Holland Spider Man came into play, uh, they quickly pivoted to wanting to uh, create more, to you know create more versions of uh, Spider Man and you know all this shit. Yeah, because because I think there was a like Easter egg or something like that. <clears throat> Excuse me. In the mm -hmm. first Amazing Spider-Man with the lizard alluding to mm -hmm. the Sinister Six, and then you had yes. the deleted scene where Andrew Garfield saw that his dad was alive because mm -hmm. he was at their tombstone, and the, and Pappy just walked up on him. So it was just it, it was yeah, a lot they were trying to do with, they, with that franchise back then. Yeah, because uh, here's the thing: a lot of people don't remember. Uh, so, do you remember who all was in the second Amazing uh, Spider-Man movie? No, because I did not watch it. <laughs> okay, so, here's the thing a lot of people don't realize uh, about those, um, about those movies. Okay, so, first and foremost, um, and Carter... I don't know how you'll feel about this. You you might find this hilarious. You might laugh your ass off. They tried to do uh, an Aunt May spy movie, big dog. I did. We really was gonna watch Sally Field kung fu somebody at some point, bro. Oh Nothing no! Will surprise me. Oh yeah. Oh no no. Well, okay. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. So 
when they were trying to do the um when they were trying to do Amazing Spider-Man 2, there was a lot of stuff that got cut out of the movie. Now, one of the things that actually made it into the film, uh, and, and excuse the blurriness, uh, excuse the blurriness of uh this right here, but um let's uh let's pull this up right here. This was one of the shots that kind of stuck out to a lot of people because it was supposed to imply that you saw like the vulture wings, you saw the the tentacles in the background uh, that were you know clearly for Doctor Octopus. We also had uh, you know Jamie Fox as Electro who uh, was still alive by the end of the movie. We had already had uh, Doctor Kurt Connors as the Lizard in the first film. So uh, oh, and there was Rhino. We also had uh, Bootleg Rhino. Uh, uh, in the movie as well. And of course, we had the Green Goblin, but there were two characters that a lot of people forget about that were in that movie, one of which was uh, was uh, removed from the movie. Their scenes were removed for time. Uh, that was Mary Jane. Mary Jane was originally Shailene supposed Woodley to Woodley was Mary yep. Jane? Yep, what? she was Mary Jane. She was supposed to be Mary Jane. She was actually on set. They filmed her scenes, and all of her shit was cut. <laughs> Damn, why they do Mrs. Aaron Rodgers like that? That's fucked up. Right? And uh, now, this one's more obvious, because she actually remained in the movie. But uh, Jane Urso, <laughs> Rogue One's finest. <laughs> I actually forget the poor, the poor woman's name. But uh, she was playing Black Cat pre-Black Cat. She was Felicia Hardy. Uh, so a lot of people may remember because she was Green Goblin's assistant. Uh, she was Norman. Uh, she was Harry Osborn's assistant uh, in the movie. And so, yeah. So, uh, you, so you have that. But uh, after all of that occurred, <laughs> After all of that had occurred, uh, we also have to remember that, uh, let's see here, they quickly pivoted with this new era of, you know, we had, like I said, we got the Tom Holland, we got, we, we, we got Tom Holland's out here as Spider-Man, and, you know, Sony was like, oh shit, we making money again, bring it back. All the plans, release the Kraken is basically what happened uh, with that. And the first couple of things that came out of the gate were a Mysterio movie. That has never materialized. We got Mysterio in uh, Spider-Man uh, Far From Home. Uh, so if you were if you were looking, if you were if you were out here still checking uh, for uh, for that Mysterio movie, yeah, don't look for it. <laughs> don't look for it big time. He is gone. Uh, the world's, wait, wait, or not the world's, the multiverse's greatest hero, Mysterio, he ain't with us no more. <laughs> <laughs> I love how, like, there were people actually, like, gearing up for that movie thinking, oh, no, no, Mysterio's a good guy in this. Well, in, in their defense, <laughs> that was Gyllenhaal, and you don't, Expect Gyllenhaal to catch it, just be a one and done. Nah. Not somebody of that caliber, at least. Nah, not normally, but I was like, bruh, it's Mysterio. That dude is always on that Fox News bullshit. I said, y'all crazy if y'all think this dude. 
I mean, let, let's be real. Carter, Carter, Carter. For real. For real. You wouldn't want to punch the fuck out that motherfucker right there. <laughs> you wouldn't want to punch the fuck out that motherfucker right there. <laughs> Look at him. Look at him. Look at that punchable face. I'd hit the I shit out of him. Dude. I can't look at him in that film without... Now, keep in mind, I have not... That's another Spider-Man movie I have not sat down and watched in its entirety. But mm -hmm. it's just the fact that this man was on his deathbed and still had the wherewithal to snitch before he died. <laughs> like, Don't kill me. Look, that dude had, do that dude had doctored footage... <laughs> He had doctor footage ready. That man said, "Release the tapes." Like, <laughs> he said, "Release the tapes." God damn it! He about to kill me. <laughs> like, come on, dog. You like, dude? You 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 about to get sent to? You about to get sent right back to the lobby screen and still snitched before you went? Like, bro. I I just I thought that shit was fucking hilarious. If I'm being brutally honest, just the the idea of Mysterio. I think the idea of Mysterio was more interesting than Mysterio. If uh if I can keep it yeah, real with you, uh in that movie. I mean that not to say that it was bad, it was good. But just like I felt like the I like just the way that he was um uh, the way that he was depicted. Uh the yeah, the way that they, you know, kind of I don't know, just the way they set him up. I felt like you weren't gonna get much better than that, uh, as far as a, a a Mysterio in the MCU. You know what I mean? Uh, but all of that aside, um, all of that aside, we also can't forget that Craven movie that uh, is still on the books and is actually, I think, actively. Uh, I think is actively being shot. Uh, the one that's got uh, uh Aaron Taylor Johnson. That boy went from uh, kick ass to Quicksilver to Craven the Hunter, bro. <laughs> that's a look, look. That's an upgrade straight to a downgrade. <laughs> well, I don't know. Craven nowadays, he a whole problem. So I don't know. <laughs> but no, we know we got Craven. Uh, who, who like once again, this is not like a a, a rumor. This movie is actively being shot. <laughs> so, so we got that. Like, and, and to be fair, Craven was originally intended. The like Craven. Okay, Craven is one of those villains. He is in. He is always in varying stages of almost being in some shit. Because Ryan Coogler almost. Recently, well, no, uh, Craven was Ryan Coogler actually said this Craven was originally going to be the villain for or was one of the villains he considered for uh the first Black Panther movie and he even considered him again for uh Wakanda Forever but he decided to go with uh Namor instead but the but as far as like uh uh you know, other stuff goes it was also he was also a possible villain for uh, Far From Home, uh, but they ended up going a different direction with that as well, and they just ultimately ended up giving him his own movie. So now, fast forward, fast forward to now, Carter. 
Wait, 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 wait. You, 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 so you just not going, hmm. you, you're not going to bring up the, the, the man who just going to revitalize all these. <laughs> oh, you're talking about, oh, you talk, oh, you talking about bad bunny. <laughs> Didn't even finish, man. That's so fucking stupid. Uh, oh, move on. Let, let's go. Keep no, going. No, 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 uh-uh. You know no. what's bad is I couldn't even finish No, it, look, look, look. You ain't ready for bad bunny. <laughs> bad bunny about to set the MCU on fire. Like, uh, this going to kick off a whole Spider-Verse. This, this, is, this is what's going to kick off the actual Spider-Verse, y'all. This is gonna be the this is gonna be the real Spider Verse. <laughs> I'm joking, clearly. Um, but no, we we can't forget that uh, El Muerto is uh, also uh, coming out. Oh, and I guess I shouldn't forget this. Uh, I should not forget this. But uh, we also can't forget about <laughs> the other movie that is also on the horizon. Uh, Carter, you you might have already forgotten about it. Um, but, uh, we cannot forget that Madam Web, Madam no, Web, gonna be the, uh, the, the mid looking child from the, the 50, the 50 shades of, uh, <laughs> uh that child. Y'all know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, 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 her. I know yeah, what I'm exactly. talking about. Well, no, uh, so Madam Web, that's also another thing they got coming out, uh, which, you know, that's fine. It's it's whatever. I I, gen, I genuinely am not interested. I'll watch it because you know I'm not gonna pretend that I'm not. But uh, it's not something I'm just like. Ooh, I can't wait for it to come out. No, I'm not. I'm not doing that. No, it's like <laughs> not doing it. Not doing it. So, <laughs> so no one asked for a Madam Web movie. <laughs> it's like, hey, y'all want some more Spider-Man movies? Yeah, yeah, could y'all hook us up with a, a, you know, that Sinister Six movie might actually work out this time. Yeah, yeah, that's cool and all, but, uh, we want to give you this Madam Web. How about that? Y'all like Madam Web? Y'all want Madam no, Web? No, no we said Sinister Six. Yeah, that's Madam Web, right? <laughs> I'm more hyped for the Barbarella movie coming out with Sidney Sweeney. Than some damn Madam Web, dog. I'm a hoping, I am a hoping, and I want you all to hear me and see me say this on Spotify and on YouTube, of course. I'm really hoping that Madam Web is not something that I just have to go and see to talk about it for the purposes of this here Blurry Cave. I'm hoping, I'm hoping this will be one of those instances where I can just be like, you know what, Ernie? I'm going to just follow your lead on this. I mean, you're more than welcome to, sir. You are... You are most welcome to. I, I would not force you to go see Madam Web, sir. I would not. I I would not, could not, shall not force you to see Madam Web. Now, I, I saw... Uh, I saw Rockin' Jackson uh, bring up Cloak and Dagger. Um... But they would have uh, to get redone, though, wouldn't they? Because uh, yeah. I don't see them trying to bring the ABC family. No, no, out. no, they wouldn't. Yeah, they wouldn't you know what I'm I mean, here's the thing, though. Here's the thing, though. I'm not going to lie. I didn't hate them. Uh, I even liked them better when they were on the Runaways. But Because uh, Runaways was actually legit. Like, they honestly, uh, if you want to bring something back, bring back the Runaways. Uh, but, um, but, you know, that's neither here nor there. 
Here's, I bring all this up, though. I bring all this up because I feel like we have a lot of missed opportunities. And there's another character in the Marvel Comics universe who they've been kind of hinting at that they want to bring into the to the Spider-Verse to start, you know, getting a movie, you know, or a series of movies out about. And it really hasn't quite happened yet. Like, it hasn't just quite taken off yet. Um, but, but, it might be closer uh, than it is from not happening. Uh, if that makes any sense. Uh, Carter, the character I'm talking about is, uh, Cindy Moon. Uh, Cindy Moon is a character. He's <laughs> like, look, look, Cindy Moon? Cindy Moon? <laughs> like, you look, you look like Soldier Boy right now. Silk? Silk! <laughs> but no, in all seriousness, uh, Silk, who technically has already been in a Marvel MCU movie at that, uh, by this point, um, which is, yeah, some people are probably scratching their head. I see Carter scratches his head right now. He's trying to figure out where the fuck he just seen her. I'm um, trying to think, what was she in a Spider-Man movie? But yes. young? Yeah. Uh, no. Like, uh, like, uh, uh, no, she well, she was the same age as uh, Peter. I know, that's what, I, that's, what, that's what I meant, though, like young, though. Oh, like yeah, 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 like yeah, yeah. high school age. Yeah, yeah, high school age. Was um, she one of the ones that, that was doing the um the school news deal? Bam. She was in the debate club. Okay, okay. She was in the debate club. Um, the, uh, so yeah, if you, if, if, for, for those unfamiliar. Um, but that was, uh, this is, uh, Tiffany Espenson. Yeah, Tiffany Espenson. Uh, she is playing, she is playing the character <laughs> of Sydney Moon here. And they just, and now to be fair, and I don't know if you remember this, Carter, we actually talked about this a ways back. There was rumor that they were going to make a uh, uh, a Silk movie or TV show like some almost a year ago. And there was rumor that she would be the one who would ultimately end up playing the character. Uh, or at least there was like, you know, speculation towards that. Uh, or she at least expressed interest. Uh, Man, the only Silk I care about is the Shocker, okay? Let me, <laughs> let me read this... this. Let me read this $5 super chat we just got real quick from Elo saying, Sony could have given us a whole Spider-Man 2099 trilogy by now, but we got two Venoms and a Morbius making <laughs> Actually, no, 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 no. Correct that, Carter. You got three Venoms because there's a third one in development right now. Uh, <laughs> that smells so nasty. Two Venoms a... and a Morbius. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, but at least, hey, but at least we got it into the Spider Verse, man. At least we got it into the Spider Verse. We got some. That's some. Uh, what was uh, and then Legion with the one ninety nine super said, "Did you announce the winner for the PS 5 Oh God, yes, like weeks ago. <laughs> weeks ago, that was that was 
That was that was back away. <laughs> we yeah, did. That, that was back away. That was like a month ago, over a month ago, I think, because it took Carter that long just to get his PlayStation Five. Uh, after that, uh, because of shenanigans. But yes, uh, we did announce our winner, uh, who is in the chat right now, I believe. Uh, uh, if it if it were, uh. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Shout out to Geronimo Smith. Yep, in the chat. I just, I just saw a message, uh, uh from him. As a matter of fact, <laughs> that's a terrible hand. That's a terrible hand. Two venoms and a Morbius. Can you imagine if that, like, dude? You know what? I ain't gonna lie. I don't know why I just got Marvel Snap vibes. <laughs> Actually, the the fucked up part is Venom is a badass card in uh in Marvel Snap, but Morbius not so much. Well, I guess depending on what kind of deck you're running. But um, L J Brown with the two pounds says Silver Black, the one Sony movie that sounded good. Yeah, okay, so that I forgot. I'm glad L J Brown brought that up. Thank never you. Never heard of that. Yeah, never heard that of that. That was the one. That was the one I forgot about. So Carter, do you know? Do you know what uh Silver and Black is? Do you is know it Silver they... Sable and Black Cat? Yes. That's what it would have really? been. Yep. Really? It would have been Yep. It would have been a uh it would have been a Silver Sable. Uh it would have been a Silver uh Silver Sable and Black Cat movie. That would have been And it was about. actually very close to getting made. It it got dropped like so when all the amazing Spider-Man shit just kind of crumbled, that's when that died. See, I thought you okay. See, I thought you were gonna say that this was a film that was supposed to come out during the Raimi stuff, because mm-hmm. then I could have seen that movie making a lot of money during the Sam yeah. Raimi Spider Man era. Oh yeah, just, most just because it was in a time where there weren't so many like wannabe red pill alpha male kind of dudes yeah. running around here. So, and and the reason I say that is because. One of the main money makers back in the day was those Charles Angels movies. Mm-hmm. So oh, people if, people talk shit about them now, but that was that was the vibe uh, for a good while. So yeah, if, if Silver and Black had to come out during them Charles Angels, that that little two yeah. thousands era, yeah, that probably would have been oh yeah shit. Oh yeah, no, hundred percent. Uh, well, you would have had all kind of bullet time in that movie. Yeah, and there wasn't a uh, Gokhan Shrews Baby's father said uh, with a five dollar super chat. In my honest opinion, or in my opinion, says uh, the Sinister Six members don't need a movie; they need one shots like uh, the Werewolf by Night. I would actually be more interested in that than I would be a movie because I think uh, I think okay. I tell you what, here's what you do. Here's what you do. If you want, if you just absolutely positively had had to make a movie about the Sinister Six, if you just had to make a movie. About the Sinister Six. I'm going to tell you one way you could do it and that it would actually probably be closer to working than not working. And uh, that would be if you did it in the fashion of some... And you know, some people probably won't remember this movie. I, I, I don't expect you to. If you did it in the fashion of something like Heat... Like you did it like Heat style where like you had, like, you had these dudes just kind of like... You know down on their like like kind of like what we've already seen in like spider-man homecoming with characters like scorpion matt gargan who a lot of people don't even remember was even in homecoming uh because he was barely there uh <laughs> but uh he spent more time on better call saul 
Uh, matter of fact, I think we saw him more in Far Cry 3 than we saw him. And he ain't even in that game like that, the way they was marketing that shit. Uh... <laughs> Fun fact, he was one of the reasons I continued to watch Orphan Black. Because he was in, he was prominent in that first mm, season of Orphan Black. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, now that I was sitting here, I was thinking about it. I was like, yeah, shit, fuck, he was. Um, but no, if they did it kind of like that, I'd be cool with it. But I wouldn't be against a bunch of one-shots. Like, one shot for Mysterio, one shot for Doc Ock, one shot for, uh, you know, if they want to, depending on what version they want to go with, like, if you want to have uh, the Green Goblin there, cool, whatever. Uh, if you want to have the Sandman in there, cool, whatever. I'm assuming they will all be different versions than what we saw in um uh what was it spider-man uh no way home because that's just kind of how that usually works out they won't be the exact same characters we've already seen so you could depict them you know okay i tell you how you do it dc is already giving you the blueprint dc is already giving you the blueprint for this this is how you do it i know carter isn't crazy about all of them but if uh if you did them in the vein of those uh, Batman One Bad Day one-shots that kind of recontextualize some of Batman's, like, most iconic villains, um, I can get down with that. Like, if you did, like, a one... If you did, like, a one... Like, if you did, like, um, Spider-Man One Bad Day, Dr. Octopus, Spider-Man... Wait, you saying I didn't like those? I wasn't a fan of those? You said... I know, like, I know you said you didn't like one or two of them. I, I, there've been two. I want to say I didn't. I enjoyed the first one, Two Face. It just didn't. I thought it was trying to do something different, but they did the, the typical Two Face story. I yeah. recommended the Penguin Joint. The Penguin Joint was fire. No, but I remember you say you didn't like the Riddler one. You might be right because I don't remember it. There you go. <laughs> I just I just remember because I remember you and I talked about it to the like not on the show, but we were just kind of talking, just you and me off off mic. And I remember, I remember like when the Riddler one came out, you were, you were talking about how much you didn't like it. And that's why I was like, and, then, and other than the Penguin one, I don't think I heard you really talk about it much after that. But, right. uh, two things, they, two things. Mm -hmm. it's, it's one thing I wanted to ask you. And then it's something I see in the Go chat ahead. right now. It's someone asking us a question. What do you guys mean by one shot in this medium? Like one episode for each person? Yes. Same as it, like just same as they did for case of point. What go like what's up here in the super chat? What go contrary to baby father said, just like the one shots, like what they did. The, okay, for those that don't know, the werewolf by night that was considered a one shot, yes, yes, that's a one shot. Like when you say a one shot, just same as it is in a comic sense, where it's just one issue, one and done, move the fuck on. That's that's what I mean when I say one shot in this medium, it's the same thing as in the MCU right now. So, like, werewolf by night is considered a one shot. Uh, and Marvel is all, uh, Marvel Studios has already said they're going to do more like it. Uh, the Christmas some, special. With yeah, the, the Christmas special. Out. That's a yeah, one shot. Yeah, that's a one shot. It's not like a, I mean, and granted. It, or you could say it was an annual. If, yeah, you could, yeah, I would say you consider it an annual. You could, yeah, there you go. Um, but, uh, uh. But moving along, uh, sucked with the 199 says the premise of Madam Web sounds kind of cool. Not gonna lie, I mean the premise sounds cool. I don't think it'll be good. I don't know if it'll be good in practice. Is the issue? Uh, okay. Because yeah, when you do, I mean, because I know what they're trying to do. They're trying to figure out a way to put extra content out there that can make 
other content they plan to put out in the future, have it be more contextualized. But at the same time, doing it in a way that may not even help. Like, it might actually do more harm than good, because if this Madam Web movie comes out and it's some hot trash, ain't nobody... I mean, while there will still be people who will be interested in seeing a Spider-Verse, a live-action Spider-Verse, there will probably then be also people who are like, nah, I'm good on that. Y'all can keep that. Like, people... Like, okay, the hardcore comic fans, like, people who are comics fans, they'll probably still be interested in it because they already knew that Madam Web was gonna be some trash anyway, but, like, general audiences will be like, oh, wait, is this supposed to be spun off from that Madam Web movie that everybody was talking shit about? Yeah, no, I'm good. That's what's going to happen. That's okay. that. Yeah, that's what I, I foresee happening. So uh, go ahead. just so we can get back on, mm -hmm. on point real quick when you're talking about Cindy moaning, you're yeah. telling everybody about Silk. So here's what I want to ask you. Go Two ahead, things. One, yes. With Zendaya possibly not being in, well, with Zendaya not being a love interest because of what happened in the last Spidey movie. Yes. And with, if they do bring Silk into this franchise and they bring her comics accurate, do you, do you think that she might possibly be a love interest for Peter because of the weird thing that they have to where if they're near each other too long it's time they, to put on some uncle luke real quick oh wait 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 uh, i think i know what you're talking about are you are you talking about this yeah, it was the <laughs> weirdest fucking <laughs> yeah i think it's like a pheromone thing or something like that it's like a yeah it's which is weird because i don't think he's had that issue with anyone else uh, who had, but granted, he doesn't run into many women who have spider powers like himself. Um, I think the closest you get is Spider Woman, and she's not really exactly the same as him. Like all yeah. the different spider people have different versions of uh, of his of his power set. But for uh, for those, and I guess yeah, to get back to it, for those that don't know who or what the fuck I am talking about. Uh, <laughs> when uh when I bring up uh the uh the whole thing with uh Cindy Moon uh for those who are unfamiliar and I'll I'll pull this up so you know, it could be so it could be seen when Peter Parker when Peter Parker was bitten uh, by the uh, by the radioactive spider that uh, that ultimately gave him his powers and his abilities. You know, let's pull this up. That same spider moved on and bit Cindy Moon. <laughs> so the same spider, uh, more or less that uh that that you know basically gave Peter Parker great power and great responsibility <laughs> is also the self-same uh Spider-Man uh spider that turned Cindy Moon into silk. So and then Cindy met Peter and yeah, there you go. The wet noises. Oh. Uh... <laughs> Sorry. Danger, uh, danger, danger. Uh, but no, that said, uh, I do want to carry on to this. 
Um, uh, Legion uh, with the 499 says, uh, do you think Marvel is going to do King and Black with Null in the MCU and DC should uh, introduce Dr. Manhattan in their world or universe? I'm going to say no to all of that. And I, while I know some people will find <laughs> that surprising because of how much I loved Null, let me tell you something. There are certain characters that just do not translate well to the big screen. I'm not saying Null is one of them, but here's the thing. Do you know how much shit you got to get right for Null to work on camera? I'm going to say something very morbid and dark, but... Go ahead. For the sake of conversation, let's say that they do the King in Black on film. With how Marvel likes to structure their films, I don't think any of us will be alive to see it <laughs> because that is going to be... So long down the line, dude. I think you all are more quicker to see Cindy and Peter. But no, but Dr. Manhattan? No. You ain't seeing that no time soon. I think that's going to be relegated to comics and comics only. I've been wrong before, but with that, I... I don't think we'll ever see that. I think if mm-hmm. anything, you might get an Easter egg, but no. Yeah, uh, yeah, maybe if that. Uh, I would say uh, we got one for Brock Keem Johnson with the ten dollars. Says uh, since you're here, why is it that DC movies suck, but DCAU is so awesome? I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> <laughs> Let, let's calm down. Let's calm down. <laughs> I think people love the DCAU because it's the only thing that you get. Uh, that's a substance. Marvel doesn't make animated movies, really, so it's easy to kind of be like, Marvels are trash, because they just don't make them. Like, they do, you but when they do... it's cut it's... that dude's legs out from under <laughs> <laughs> Well, no, no, okay, let me, let me be clear, let me be clear. The DCAU, as we know it, is dead. It's gone. They, they've rebooted that entirely. And the things they have come out with since then have been kind of fair to Midland. Fair to Midland. Um, like the what was the Superman one they did? Was it Superman Man of Tomorrow? I didn't care for sure. that one. Uh, I liked the Flash, the one they did with the Flash, where it was like him and the Justice Society. I liked that one, and I did like the um, uh, Green Lantern, but where my power? I like that one, but my only real issue with the movie is that John Stewart's kind of in the background a lot, and the performance that's given is kind of stilted. Um, like, from a voice acting standpoint, not from an artistic standpoint. Um, now, I haven't watched Super Sons yet, which, uh, it's actually, I have it, I have it ready to roll. I bought it the other day. Um, and, but I haven't heard one thing about it one way or the other. So I'm reserving judgment. So far, they're, they're, they're two, two out of three ain't bad. But I don't know about the Super Sons yet. I got, I got. Oh no! Take that back. They made it. Injustice came out. So yeah, they they are two out of four with me. Two out of four with me. Boy, I thought you were finna try to big up Injustice. Officer. No, Ooh. no, no, I was not. Oh, I take that back. They also came up with Batman: The uh, The Long Halloween Part One and Part Two. I actually did like that. So I'll tell you what. Three out of five. Three out of five ain't bad. But we're going to see the Super Suns. I'm going to watch the Super Suns later, and then maybe we'll talk about it next week on The Cave. Um, but I just, I don't, I don't think, the, here's the thing. 
the DZAU, when it was going, was good up to a point, and then they started believing the hype, and it started getting bad. Because, like, Justice League Doom, good. Justice League War, I really liked it. Even Throne of Atlantis, I thought was good. Uh, I think people just wanted it to be something else, and it just it just wasn't the thing they wanted it to be. Uh, and then all of the various and sundry fucking, like, the umpteen million Batman animated movies they made, cool. But... Then you got to Gotham by Gaslight. Then you got to Justice League Dark I Apocalypse War. they did Gotham by Gaslight. Mm-hmm. Batman Ninja. <laughs> and what was the... Oh, and then the Har Batman Harley Quinn. I was like, mm-mm, nah, this, none of this is good. Like, I like the first Justice League Dark animated, but not... Yeah, not the rest of that. Yeah, don't don't forget about uh, a killing joke with old Bruce and Barbara. Oh no, uh, oh I forgot about killing joke. Yeah, no, I'm good. Yeah, see, it was just a downward decline, and then Justice League Dark Apocalypse War was just it didn't need to be called Justice League Dark. It did not need to be called Justice League Dark. That movie was some hot doo doo. Uh, but I guess on the bright side of things, uh, I will say this: the DC. <laughs> He's like, go ahead and spray. Go ahead for breeze that shit because it was some hot. It was some hot trash. That shit was the look. <laughs> don't nobody like after that movie came out. I was like, don't nobody go in there for thirty five to forty five minutes because <laughs> that was where the the bathroom. No, motherfucker, the whole living room. Don't the even whole go in thing. The house. Don't even go in there. Don't cut the TV on. No nothing. Not my dude. My TV still got that lingering odor from uh, uh Justice League Dark. Uh, uh, I almost said Dark Side War. Justice League Dark Apocalypse War. <laughs> that was so bad. Oh, like I'm not gonna lie. It, it, Y'all might think I'm I'm being facetious here when I say this, but uh, yeah. look, and I I know some of y'all all all some of y'all right now is probably going. Hater like, alert! <laughs> Hater alert! Hater alert! Nigga just mad. He didn't get toys. <laughs> but I mean, let's be real. I, I will be the first one. I'll be the first one to say it. Hated it. Uh, yeah, it, it was it was bad. It was bad. Uh, we got uh, Walter Baptiste with the 1999 Canadian Super Chat. Says, uh, miss you guys. Just wanted to jump in and say howdy. Thanks for keeping black nerd culture strong, man. We doing our best, man. We doing our best. We trying, man. We are really trying. We are really trying. Uh, and hopefully all is well up in the great state of Canada. Or country of Canada, rather. You're actually a whole country. I don't know why I said state. Planet uh, Drake. Planet Drake. <laughs> I was going to say Planet CW, but that's a... Uh, yeah, Planet Drake also. Uh, <laughs> I say CW because pretty much all the CW shit is shot there in Canada. Um, but we also got uh, one from the T-1000 with the 25. Still on the hunt for John Connor. Says, fellas, just to support. Carter, you get a plate this year? <laughs> Probably damn. not. Probably um, not. <laughs> just because I'm still solo dolo here in LA. Um, yeah, I'm probably, this is another year, another empty plate, man. Damn. Uh, we got LJ Brown with two pounds. Says, Cindy and Peter is going to slap like Carter's plate. <laughs> That would be painful then, because there's nothing on my plate. Look, that's look, like all you'll hear is just you'll hear the table. That's all you'll hear. 
Look, look, wait, wait. That so just, is Peter going to be the head of the dis- table? Y'all disrespecting Cindy then, because if, if Peter is back there and all you hear is, Oh, there yeah. Is, what's <laughs> bone on bone, okay? Th- those discs are slipped and rotated, bro. That's that's a foul thing to say. It's I mean, that's I a mean, foul super chat, LJ Brown. It, 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 it ain't that like. Is... I mean, Silk ain't exactly cheaped up or nothing. So. But I'm saying he. They saying it's like my plate, and my plate has nothing on it. Oh yeah, no, that's no, cartilage right there, big dog. Oh yeah. <laughs> anyway, I feel like we we have spent so much time to talk about this. Anyway, point my point of the matter is getting back to the Sony stuff. Uh, so here's the thing: Sony and Amazon, this whole Cindy Moon Silt thing, this is all Sony and Amazon partnering together. And this isn't just for the Silk Show, which is going to be called uh, Silk Spider Society, which just sounds. Strange and unusual. It um, like an animated movie, to be honest. With you. It it does actually. It actually does sound like an animated. Well, and here's it's funny you say that. So the person who is actually going to be overseeing this uh, is a woman by the name of Angela Kang. Uh, she will be the showrunner on this, and she will be developing the series uh, with Phil Lord and Christopher Miller. If those names sound familiar, it's because they were the two who directed. Uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. And, of course, Amy Pascal, as uh, she has always wanted to be involved in all things Spider-Man related, because you know she's a, a exec at Sony. Uh, she will also uh, be producing this uh, show alongside uh, Phil Lord and Christopher Miller. Um, this will likely have no connection to the MCU at all. But this is in a long slate of multiple TV shows that Sony and Amazon are partnering to make. So you're actually going to be getting not just Silk Spider Society. We will probably also be getting, uh, I don't know if we'll get a, an actual like Spider-Man show. I doubt that. But we will probably end up getting shit like maybe a, I don't know, maybe we might get a Miles Morales show out of this. I don't know. Uh, we'll but they have a plan for several TV shows. Be, now, be careful with that, because I think a lot of people are going to hear you say these things and then think something. And what I mm-hmm. mean by that is you just said a lot of people that were behind Into the Spider-Verse. Mm-hmm. Do not go in there. And I'm talking oh, everybody. no. Don't no. go in there thinking that's the same kind of quality you're going to get. And then no. you put this silk program on this high pedestal that it has no means of reaching because mm-hmm. you thought it was going to be something that no one ever said it was going to be. It just... They, they wanted you to know there's going to be some kind of care behind it. There's not going to be, like, Into the Spider-Verse. This is going to be some big dog stuff, shit that Amazon is doing. I, I said I wasn't going to curse right there, but then I changed my mind in, like, a split mm. second, if you caught yeah. it. Um, yeah, oh, no, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, that's, that's, that's what I want people to understand. So don't put it on a pedestal because you think it's going to be of the same ilk as Into the Spider-Verse. Whenever this comes out, judge it as its own thing. Don't worry about my Miles Morales, don't worry about Peter Darker. Don't worry about him in no way, shape, or form. Judge this on its own thing. Leave the other stuff out of it. Just know yes. that a good hand is behind it. Yes, that is that is pretty much where I'm coming from uh, with that. Uh, I don't think that it's going to be on the level 
of Into the Spider-Verse, I don't think it's going to be on, I don't even think it's going to be on the level of most of the, I don't even know if it'll be on the level of most of the Marvel Disney Plus shows. Is it going to be on the level of the uh, the Marvel anime? <laughs> hey, I liked uh, Black Widow, Punisher, Confidential. I like that one. <laughs> oh, good God, I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. Yep, I like that one. I don't like any of the other ones. Uh, like, was they like they made a Blade anime that I still cannot wrap my skull around to this day. And the Wolverine, when I'm even more confused by the X Men, one made me upset because they made Storm look light, bright, and two shades from white. I wanted so bad to like that Blade one because it was Harold Perrineau as Blade, yep. and I couldn't. Bro. I mean, I don't think he did a bad job. I just think the, the anime was slow. But that's the thing, though. You can't just make everything anime. And I think that's what people have yet to figure out. You can't just say, oh, we're making an anime. Castlevania got lucky. Castlevania got lucky as fuck. Yeah. Uh, But, like, you can't (laughs) just... Yeah, you can't just... Because here's the thing. Here's the thing. I, I hope people understand this. You can't just make a cartoon draw the characters to look like they're anime and say, we got to anime. Cause that's not really the essence of anime. And really the essence of anime isn't even really the essence of anime. Cause all anime is, is just a Japanese word for fucking cartoon. <laughs> did I ever talk to you about me watching Chainsaw Man recently? No, you did not. <laughs> Where are we at on time right now? Uh, we are over an hour in and haven't even talked about the Marvel DC shit. All right, let's keep moving. Let's get. <laughs> I haven't watched it yet, so I've I have no frame of reference. Uh, I just because I just don't watch anime much anymore. I'm just I'm kind of. I'm trying to get back into that bag, and Chainsaw Man was not the place to start. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> don't let Jose hear you say that because that that would break his heart. Uh, like because. That's I think I, I think Jose is a mutual friend of ours. Jose likes that shit almost as much as he loves One Piece. You know what? You know what? Fuck it. Let's do it like this. Let's keep it brief. Let's keep it flat. Why do you like the the Super Sentai? Oh, Tokusatsu uh, stuff. Got, yeah, yeah. Gotcha, man. All mm-hmm. the, the 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 almost it almost said Kamen Rider. Kamen Rider. <laughs> Why do you come on like in, Rider? Shoot the club up, Ryder. Uh, <laughs> but no, I like those because, well, for one, they are silly. They're, and in live action, they, because it's, it's basically the same. It, tokusatsu is basically anime done in live action. That's basically what it is. The, the same stuff you see, the, the tropes, the, uh, the, the things that people commonly say and do in anime, the goofy ways that people act, you know, like in Bleach or in most other anime where like shit's real serious at one point and then someone says something, there's a character goes, ah! like, and they do shit okay. like that. Yeah, now, they do that in tokusatsu as well because it's not an anime thing. It's just a Japanese thing. That's what Japanese people do in their shit. That's comedy for them. Like to now, would you, now do you like those shows because mm-hmm. you like the goals of the main characters? Typically, okay. And are those goals more serious, or I just think the world? Sh- I want the world to be a safer place. I'm trying to take care of my family. This is it. Those kind of goals. Sometimes, would- sometimes. Okay. Would now, you, to be fair, sometimes now, are we talking about their ultimate superhero goal, or is this their general outside of superhero shit goal? Well, you could just do a little bit of both. Okay, sometimes they're outside of being a hero goals are stupid. Like, Common Rider Zero One, 
Dude wants to be the, the world's funniest comedian. Okay. He's not funny. That's the point. He's not okay. he's not a funny person. He's actually a terrible comedian. He has terrible timing even by Japanese standards. And but he is a decent superhero. So it's, it's one of those deals like you kind of have to just go with it sometimes. But yeah, I get where you're going though. Damn it, you might like Chainsaw Man. Okay, anyway, the main goal of the main character of Chainsaw Man is one because he wants to show his pet dog a better life because they're down in their luck luck homeless bums but the primary goal i shit you not ernie carruthers he wants to grab a pair of tits okay That's... you lost me you lost me 100 percent. you lost me i don't like shit like that like like okay it's the, okay every time somebody tried to recommend seven deadly sins to me i was like i still remember the day i tried to watch that move that 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 anime and the first episode, dude just walked up to a girl and grabbed her by the titties. And I was just like, okay. I was like, so this was like, and I'm not going to lie. Everyone who recommended it to me, I started hard body judging them. I was like, so this is what you into. You like anime where they be grabbing chicks by the titties. No, okay. With, okay, your, with cool. your Jujutsu Kaisen and Super Sentai, you have the goofy stuff, but you also have the fun action scenes. But ain't nobody trying up. to grab titties. <laughs> ain't nobody trying to grab no titties. These are kid shows. See, y'all can't judge me. I tried to watch it. You see his reaction? It was almost <laughs> my... <laughs> <laughs> Look, let me tell you something. You know the thing about Tokusatsu? The thing about Tokusatsu, and not all Tokusatsu, but like, okay, Super Sentai and Common Rider, they don't grab women by the titties. They don't grab women by the hoo-hahs. But what okay? I'm asking you is, could you accept that if the action scenes were really well done? No! Because <laughs> that's pervy shit. That's some pervy sage shit. Do I look like Jiraiya? Because the whole time, like, you know, it's like, it reminds me of all the times when I was in high school and people tried to convince me they watched hentai for the art. I was like, get the fuck out of my face with that shit. You ain't watching this shit from the art. You beating your meat to this shit. Danger, danger, danger. <laughs> Look, you know what? Carter, I want to remind you something because someone just said it in the chat. I think uh, which doctor just said it in the chat. I remember the first time, you ever, have you, you've seen Ninja Scroll, right? <laughs> Let me ask you this. <laughs> Have you ever seen Wicked City? No. Okay. <laughs> so Wicked City is damn near straight up porn. Like it's like Cinemax porn, damn near. Oh god. I watched that with my mom once and it was so embarrassing. Cause I didn't know that that was in it. I didn't know like all I know is at the very beginning of the movie, dude takes his girl home from the bar. They clearly have had sex with one another. And you literally see dude finish. Like, you see dude get the arch in his back where you're like, uh, uh. Okay, bro. Okay, bro. Okay, okay. But no. No, 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 no. No, no, no. But no. There's a part <laughs> where the dude. So he. So, all right. So I'm not trying to be too graphic here, but just know that when he finished, he didn't back up. He didn't back the truck up. so why is it when he laying there on top of the girl she wrap her legs and her arms around him 
they turn into spider legs, and her coochie grows teeth and tries to bite his dick off. Let's keep it on comics. Let's keep it on comics. We gave it seven <laughs> minutes now of anime talk on the yeah. blurb Yeah, there you go. That, that that was our anime corner. That was our anime corner. Uh, anyway, uh, but yeah, yeah. Anyway, so moving on from uh, from that, Marvel's plans for comics in twenty twenty three. We're gonna kind of run through these real quick because I'm gonna spend a whole lot of time on them. But uh, Carter, did you pick out any things that stuck out to you? From the Marvel 2023 February solicits. <laughs> He's had to repent after watching Wicked City. Dude, look, let me tell you something. I just want to say this, this is going to be the end of it. I'm watching Ninja Scroll with my mother. And when the big rock dude, Tasai, when he picks up uh, Kagero, he is basically raping this girl. And Can she's like unconscious. Word? Oh, I'm sorry. He, he, he is basically... Me tooing this girl. Danger, danger. I apologize. And he picks her up by one leg and he just licking her all over. And then my mother is literally sitting right next to me as I'm watching this. And then he just kind of looks down (laughs) and just kind of dips his head down. It don't show it, but you see the girl. She just goes, (laughs) my mom was right next to me when that happened. (laughs) I just want to put that out there. Anyway, so there were two things that caught my attention from these Marvel solicits. Okay, <laughs> okay. Uh, one ahead. of them, uh, I don't know if you're reading, and I, this is gonna sound really mean when I say this, but go ahead. This is this is one of those books where I wouldn't recommend it for the writing. I would recommend it for the really good art, and that's mm-hmm. the Deadly Neighborhood Spider-Man. It's a five-issue miniseries. Yeah, um, with art by Juan Ferreira. So that's somebody if you read mm-hmm. the um the Thunderbolts King and Black tie-in, mm. that that brother uh, that individual did the art. If you remember the initial Green Arrow rebirth, that's who did the art for this Spider-Man yeah. book and the art is freaking fantastic. Oh yeah. Actually, I even like the story too. It's actually I, I read the first issue. I read the first issue of it. Uh for those who don't know, this is actually a uh, taboo from uh Black Eyed Peas that's uh writing it. He's co-writing it with B. Oh, that's the taboo it is. Yeah, yeah. Cause uh, uh... Ta- Taboo also wrote a four issue miniseries, uh, Werewolf by Night, uh, a couple of years back, I think. Uh it wasn't Jack Russell though, that was the werewolf. It was a it was a Native American uh werewolf. But yeah, Taboo, uh, this one's actually, it's actually really cool. It's actually really cool. I, I liked it. It's it's not, you know, I'm not going to sit here and try and, you know, pretend that it's like the end-all, be-all or nothing, but it, I thought it was good. All right, uh, well, there were, there, were, there were actually three books. It, that was one, uh, Wolverine number 30 that's coming out is just continuing the stuff with Beast, and I, I can't wait to see where this goes with Beast, because Beast has been acting a plum fool Ever oh, since this yeah, Krakoa no. stuff started, so. Oh no 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 no! He's been acting a goddamn fool. Uh, uh, so I'm I, I'm really excited to see what's what more is going to happen when it comes to Beast and Wolverine. Um, and the third thing, honestly, it's not even a, a, a single issue book. It's mm. just the fact that now we should have hard confirmation. Mm-hmm. That the Immortal Hulk Omnibus is coming out next February. 
Oh, yes, yes, yes. Finally, finally. Jesus Christ. Jesus. Uh, I will say this. Uh, for me, it was... I found a few things. I found a few things to like. Uh, chief among them... Is this the one I wanted? I think this is the one I wanted. Yeah. Um, we know we got Bloodline, Daughter of Blade, coming yeah. up. Which is going to be five issues. Uh, Danny Lore, Karen S. Darbo. All about uh, Brielle, the daughter of Blade. And uh, basically, at this point, she's not been a vampire hunter. She's starting to discover her uh, special abilities uh, that she has inherited from Blade. And Blade has uh, come in to, or is on his way to try and help her. Uh, help her understand what she is uh because i know a lot of people were kind of curious as to who the mammy was and it's a character i think a lot of people aren't going to remember because she wasn't in very many comics but uh she's a character from like tomb of dracula uh saffron calder uh i think the last time she was in a comic up until the free comic book day issue that had bloodline featured in it for last time she was in a comic was in uh blade Volume one, number one, that came out right around the time wow. that the first Blade movie came out. Uh, so most people have no clue who Saffron Calder is. Uh, she's one of the, she is one of the most unused black women in Marvel Comics. <laughs> but uh, I was try, I was actually sitting here trying to think if I actually had any um, um. I was, I was actually sitting here trying to think. I was like, do I have any, uh, uh, anything, you know, with her, uh, with her in it from, like, back then? And I was like, yeah, dude, like, she was literally barely in a comic. Matter of fact, here, uh, I'll pull this up. This is her down here on the bottom. This was the last, uh, time we saw this woman in a comic. Uh, it was when she tried to help uh, Blade kill Deacon Frost. Uh, oh, wow. So, <laughs> Trent's five in the chat, he said, does she look like in Bush Wright? And when you said who the mama was, I was thinking of the sister who was helping him in the first Blade movie. Mm -hmm. And now you're saying that this woman helped Blade whoop Deacon Frost. Mm -hmm. So, it could very well be <laughs> from the Maybe. first Blade movie. Maybe. Which I always thought that was weird in the Blade movie. They never used, uh, they never used, uh, uh, Saffron, uh, Calder. Like, they, 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 they never used that as a, as a, uh, sticking point. But I was like, whatever, dude. You do, do what you gotta do. Uh, but that, that's one of the ones that stuck out to me. I will say this. I'm very interested in the, um, uh, Bishop, uh, War College. I was looking at that, but it looks like it's just one of the like sinister tie-in books. Oh, uh, I don't think it is. Cause that looks like a Cyclops bishop, a Wolverine bishop, and I'm like, okay, what are we doing? Yeah, here? I mean, it might be. You never know. Uh, I will say this though: the thing that kind of took me out of it, this, why Rob Liefeld do that to Bishop? 
Why Rob Liefeld out here doing variants, doing this, doing shit like this to Bishop? Why? Why, dude? Wait a minute. Why he look like uh, uh, Lark Voorhees when she was trying to bleach her skin? Why he look like Lil Kim? <laughs> I just, I got questions. I got questions. That's all. But anyway, going back to it. Uh, but no, this is, uh, it's, a, it's basically a series about Bishop trying to get Krakoa's mutants ready to be the next protectors. Uh, of the uh, of the of Krakoa. Uh, what was one of the other ones I saw? I actually I'm I'm interested in the Wolverine uh, one as well. This one's less of a surprise. Uh, Monica Rambo Photon. That's that's one that's probably not going to surprise anyone that I was even the remotely interested in. Yeah, a, uh, lot, a lot of these are like blatant, like we were going to read those regardless yeah, kind of deal. Yeah, that's, and that's why a lot of times I don't pay as much attention to solicits, but yeah, it, it, it just is what it is. But uh, we now know a little bit more about what this one's going to be about. Basically, the idea here is that the universe is being turned upside down, and Monica is the only one who can save it. Uh, she's got to travel to the far end of the universe, and I'm going to go on a limb and say... The reason why she's the only one is because her powers allow her to travel to the end of the universe faster than most anyone else. Because she can literally turn into light. She can turn into, like, x-rays, gamma rays. So all these things move faster than most people. So she would be able to get to the end of the universe quicker than anyone else. Um, I won't lie. Uh, there was another one. Um... This is, uh, I know, I'm probably, I know this, yeah, a lot of other people's mileage with this will vary. I'm actually really interested in the upcoming uh, Captain Marvel, uh, number 46, because uh, this is reuniting the character with the X-Men, which uh, a lot of people forget. Carol Danvers used to hang out with the X-Men a lot. Uh, back in the uh, Chris Claremont days. Yeah, um, I remember you saying that uh, quite often, yeah. actually. Yeah, even, even after she lost her powers uh, uh, for a little bit, she she still, like, because I, I think the thing is, a lot of people, when they remember X-Men history, they only remember the animated series. A lot of people mistakenly think that when Rogue took Captain Marvel's powers, that she was in a coma for, like, 30 years or some shit. That, no, that didn't actually happen. She was not in a coma. She was still walking around and just doing her normal shit. She got knocked out, but like she wasn't like in a coma for like five ever. Uh, cause, uh, Chris Claremont came in and was writing and he was, he basically like kind of kept Carol around and he was technically the reason why she got the upgrade to binary. Um, during that time stretch. But that also included the interactions with the Brood. And they're going back and paying off some of those story arcs uh, from back then. So Captain Marvel and the X-Men are going to be teaming up to take on the Brood. So I'm really excited about that. Because I, I have actually always rather enjoyed uh, when Carol uh, interacts uh, uh, with the X-Men. In some capacity uh, or another. But, um... Uh, let's see, what was the other one? There was one last one. I guess, you know what? These are sinister, these are Sins of Sinister tie-ins, stuff like, uh, the Immoral, uh, X-Men, which is gonna be Kieran Gillen and Paco Medina. 
Uh, which is basically just going to be, like, all this stuff, apparently all the Sins of Sinister stuff takes place ten years into the future. Um, but basically, the X-Men have won. Humanity doesn't hate mutants anymore ten years into the future, but for whatever reason, the X-Men are fated to destroy the Earth somehow. And that's kind of what this series is about. And then they've also got, um... Storm and the Brotherhood of Mutants. We've actually talked about this one before. This is basically the same timeline. Uh, Planet Araco has been destroyed. And Storm is out to get revenge. Is basically what this is about. And then you've also got uh, Nightcrawlers. Which makes... It, it seems so weird. It's basically... Some shit going on, uh, which by the way, the previous one, Storm, Brotherhood of Evil, Evil Mutants, or Storm and the Brotherhood of Mutants, guess who's writing that, Carter? Was it Al Ewing? Yep, the only white man who does anything with black characters. <laughs> Somebody said something recently mm -hmm. about Al Ewing, and I want to know how you feel about it, and I never actually thought about this. Okay, go ahead. Because they were, they were actually clowning the Venom run right now um okay. but they said that al ewing is sometimes referred to as a trade writer meaning he doesn't write for the single issue people he doesn't write for those people he writes, he for, writes the for the for the long haul for the trade so you can yeah read it all he's, like a he's like a coats he's like a tanahasi okay Coates. Which, I, I mean never put one to one together to even think of something mm -hmm. like yeah, no, I, I mean, it depends on what he's writing. Now, I will say this. He's a long game writer. He's a long game writer. That's just, it is what it is. You have to either get with it or not. Uh, and Immortal Hulk, I think the difference is, is that sometimes Al Ewing writes stuff that you just immediately gravitate towards. And sometimes it's stuff where, yeah, you're going to have to just stick with it to, to, to see where he's going. And yeah, that is kind of what he does. It is kind of what he does. I think, I think it's just sometimes your mileage will vary as to how quickly you jump. Because it's the same with Ta-Nehisi Coates, where his initial run on uh, Black Panther I thought was great. A lot of people didn't like it because it was kind of slow. But like then when he got to Intergalactic Empire Wakanda, even though I liked what he originally started with, I was like, mm, I don't know about this at first. And then when the trade came out, I was like, oh, I get it now. I'm with it. So, yeah, sometimes writers are just that way. Sometimes you just have to go with them. Uh, Jonathan Hickman is another one the same way. He's not a single-issue guy. He's a trade guy. Uh, I don't think a lot of Jonathan Hickman stuff holds up to single issues. I mean, yeah, some of them. Hickman a fucking omnibus guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, actually, no, that's true. That You ain't a lot. You can't Hickman read is... one trade from Hickman and think you can figure it out. No, nah. you now nah, you gotta get like nah, you gotta get the hardcover omnibus. <laughs> you gonna be waiting six years <laughs> to understand that motherfucker story. Uh, but no, uh, the Nightcrawlers one. This is Cy Spurrier and Paco Medina. Uh, that uh, it's basically gonna be a twisted future where Nightcrawler and Wolverine, the Laura Kenny version, have been merged together, and a bunch of other characters have been merged with Nightcrawler by Mister Sinister. Uh, so basically a bunch of chimeras, all based on Nightcrawler and somebody else. Uh, so so there's that. Um, now let's get into the DC stuff. Let's get into the DC stuff. Um, so I guess Carter, uh, do you want to take the do you want to take the point on this, or you want me to take it? Sure, sure, sure. I can take the point on this because just like well, with with DC, there were only two books <laughs> that have my attention. Mm -hmm. uh, 
I think I might even already know what they are. Let's see. Go ahead. Okay, so the first one is blatantly obvious. Mm -hmm. Icon versus Hardware. And it's written by Reggie Hudlin. I'm going to be all over that book. Oh, yeah, yeah. I have talked too many times about how much I love the Icon and Rocket from this new Milestone stuff. Uh, So to see these two going at it, even Mm -hmm. though... In my head, it sounds like hardware should get washed, but I can't <laughs> wait to see where this book is going mm-hmm. to go. Uh, yeah. The second one, the second one, I don't think you're going to get at okay. all. Because okay. I think you, just like I did, forgot this fucking book existed. Okay. Swamp Thing Green, Green Hell, Hell number mm-hmm. two mm-hmm. is coming out next Finally, year, finally. Which I, when I tell you I completely forgot about this book, I forgot about it too. The <laughs> first issue of Swamp Thing Green Hell came out last December. Mm-hmm. Last December, this Swamp Thing book Who came out. Who was on out. that book? Was that? It's Jeff Lemire. That's what I. Oh, you know what? That's why I think that his deal might have fucked that up. Because you know he's got an exclusivity deal now. With really? uh, Yeah, he's got an exclusivity deal with uh, I think Image now. Oh wow! Like he can still finish his Black Hammer stuff. I don't know if he uh, is he gonna be on Green Hill too. I know he said he had like he could finish his outstanding stuff, but after all that's done, he's gonna be strictly Image. Okay. Oh, I, I, I could be wrong. Brother. I could be wrong. Yeah, no, 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 but yeah, uh, he, Jeff Lemire is on this second issue. Um, but yeah, that Swamp Thing Green Hell number two finally coming out after two fucking years. Like, bruh. Hopefully, it actually comes out. I think. Uh, yeah, because I got it. Yeah, here it is, right here. Green Hell. Uh, yeah, number two. So yeah, it. it I hope it's good. I hope it's good. I hope it's good. Uh, so here to you, this one is actually with Alec Holland. That's what this story yeah. is. Um, with a very, very old Constantine. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I, 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 did you do a video or did we talk about it? I think we talked about it. Okay, I think, okay. Because I, I remember reading it because it was nasty. But mm-hmm. um, but yeah, that one, I say it as soon as I saw it. Because I, like I said, mm-hmm. I forgot that book existed completely. Any other book... I'm going to remember because I have some time in on it. Saga, Sandman Overture, mm-hmm. Sex Criminals. I have I've read some issues of this. So that's why breaks are so infuriating. Swamp Thing Green yeah. Hill had one fucking issue. And they said, uh put this shit on pause. <laughs> hey, I, okay, I will say this. I will say this. Um going back to the icon and hardware. I'm down for this. Uh, Reggie Hudlin, Leon Chills. They haven't revealed who's going to be on art for this. But uh, basically, yeah, it does kind of seem like hardware should catch that L. But to be fair, hardware is on some Batman levels of fuckery when it comes to prep. And um, the th- did you read the premise on this? What the premise of this book is going to be? I kept getting vibes of... Now I'm gonna show my age on this, but I kept getting vibes from fucking sliders when I read. <laughs> okay, yeah. So, so, so basically, what Hardware is doing is he discovers that there's a, a time machine the government has been working on, and he's going to use said time machine to right the wrongs of the past, not just his, 
but also Americas as a whole. But there's one problem. One single absolute problem is that Icon is on planet Earth at just about every point that uh that that hardware goes to because because here's the thing hardware has been on earth for a long ass time and people forget that people forget that hardware was around during slavery i read that is like hardware look up and icon just like yeah i'm out here (laughs) Yeah, he's like, uh, nah, you ain't... You know, you know what this might be? This might actually be very similar, but like, okay, so remember we were talking about 10 lives and 10 deaths of Wolverine? Yes. I feel like it's gonna have those kind of vibes. Like, like the, the 10 lives part. The part where, like, Wolverine's going back in time and, like, Omega Red is bird-dogging him everywhere he goes. It's gonna be like that, but it's gonna be... It's gonna be icon bird dog and hardware is what we're gonna wind up getting. Uh which I'm I'm fine with that. Um the other thing I wanted to bring up, since we're yeah, let's keep it milestone. Let's keep it milestone. Um which is funny that I can do that and it not be cheating. Because technically, milestone is DC Comics. Uh <laughs> Yeah, I know what you're about to pick, man. Uh, yeah, yeah, you, you already know. Uh, Shadows of Dakota. Uh, Static Shadows of, uh, Dakota, which is gonna be Nicholas Draper, Ivy, and Vita Ayala. Uh, Nicholas Draper, like, and naturally they did it, because originally they made it seem like it was just Nicholas Draper, Ivy, like, period. Apparently Vita Ayala is also co-writing it with him, but Nicholas is getting top billing on the writing, and will also be doing the art, which I think is really cool. Um... This is going to be awesome because it will be a follow-up to what we've seen so far with Static Season 1. Um, they're not calling it Season 2, uh, which I keep getting mixed signals because they keep saying that they're doing away with the season stuff, but then they kind of hint that they're coming back to the season stuff. I don't know. Point of the matter is, uh, this is going to be about Static, of course, as you know the title would imply, but the reason why it's called Shadows of Dakota is because the villain of this is going to be Ebon, which I still think is a dumb name. I hate saying his name that way. It, it kills me on the inside to say his name that way because I, I just, it just, it just makes me think of Ebonics, and I know that's what they were going for where they made that name. See, uh, and I'm a, I'm a Tech Nine fan, so every time you say it, I hear Eba, E B A H, just because. Oh yeah, no. There's, there's, there's a meaning to that, but honestly. Yeah. I thought Static was one of the weaker milestone books, but I mm. will say mm. I'm not ex- as excited for Shadows of Destiny as I am for the Batman Destiny. Beyond or Shadows of Dakota. I don't know where the fuck I get Destiny from. <laughs> I'm gonna say, man, but, you, you trying to do a raid? <laughs> you trying to do a but raid? I'm, I'm more excited for the Static Batman Beyond story that he's drawing and writing. Yeah, that looks like it's gonna be fire. That did look. That actually did look really cool. That did actually look really cool. Uh, I am definitely interested in that as well. Um, not as much, but it is a thing I'm, I'm interested in. Um, I will also say um, the Nightwing. There's a, a Nightwing 101. Uh, I'm looking forward to that because it's setting up a new status quo for Dick Grayson. Uh, for those that have been keeping up, uh, Dark Crisis is literally almost over. Then they have one more issue. 
Uh, but the Justice League is back. However, not exactly in the way I think the Superman believes they could be back. And this whole the whole premise of this comic, and the reason why the Titans are um, are featured here, is because Superman is charging Nightwing with being the protector of the DC Comics universe. Um, the Justice League is not good enough anymore to handle these threats, and uh, basically Superman believes Nightwing is the one who needs to lead the, the, the Earth in the aftermath of Dark Crisis. So the, the Titans are about to basically become, I don't know how they're going to do this, I don't know if it's just going to be the Titans are just going to stay the Titans, but they're just going to be bumped up to that Justice League tier, or if they're just going to be the Justice League for the foreseeable future. But whatever it is, uh, what I do know is they are, I think, I forget where the Titans headquarters is normally. It kind of bounces around. Wherever it is, it ain't there no more. Uh, they are moving to Bloodhaven. <laughs> and Nightwing is going to be operating out of his old haunt. So, yeah, I'm, I'm hyped for that. I'm hoping that they make their mind and tell us what the Titans are, just because in this recent Dark Crisis issue, mm-hmm. where it looked like they, the Titans were going to save the day from this crisis, no, Just Lee came in because they was getting slowed out. So mm-hmm. it's either make your mind up. Are they still just a one here below the league, or are we up here with the big dogs now because now we big yeah. dogs? So I hope this Nightwing issue yeah. actually puts that to bed. Yeah, nah. I do. Well, it's Tom Taylor, so I think it'll be good. I think it'll be good. Tom Taylor's been pretty lights out on Nightwing, as far as I'm concerned. But uh, What was the other thing? Uh, th- These I don't actually have any images for. These are just things that... um, They're just things that we know are coming. Uh, New Shazam series by Mark Wade and Dan Mora. That is a license to print money right there, because Dan Mora is a... That dude is insane. Not to mention, I know that means we are going to get some Tokusatsu-inspired Shazam variants. Because Dan Moore is a whole common uh, uh, Rider Super Sentai fan. And he does variants. He's, do- he's already done variants for, like, Batman and uh, the X-Men and various other characters. So, yeah. Please. Please, by all means, make me some Shazam variants. There's also a Shazam one-shot, I think, that's coming out. I don't know how I'm going to feel about this, but it's one that's going to be written by Zachary Levi and the rest of the cast of uh, Shazam and Fury of the Gods. That could be interesting, but thats I feel like that's, that's seven motherfuckers writing. That's too many cooks in the kitchen. That's too many I cooks just, in the kitchen. I thought it was funny that they're all writing their characters. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. That's, it's cute. It's cute. It, I, actually, <laughs> it's okay, cute. I tell you what. when, when May, I'll read Megan Good's story. I want to see what she got. <laughs> I want to see what she got. I want to see what she do. Um, th- we also got a uh, Batman, uh, one bad day, Clayface, uh, number one. I'm really interested in this one because uh, I've always liked Clayface as a villain. Uh, I also liked him a lot more when he showed up in uh, Detective. Was it uh, Tinian's yeah, Run? Yeah, yeah Tinian's Run of Detective Comics. Because I was that like, they're actually doing me, some of Clayface. That was really, really good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I don't want to see him as a villain anymore, dude. Yeah. Well, it's, it's not even so much that. It's, it's the. It's because basically what they're doing here and what they do with a lot of these one bad day uh, one shots, they're basically just recontextualizing the origins uh, of the character. Uh, a lot of a lot of uh, in, in, a lot in of some cases. of them. In some, yeah, some of them, them, not all of yeah, them, but yeah. yeah. But but I I kind of want to see how they do it with him 
Like, I want to see how they do with him. Because I'm, I'm, I've always thought Clayface was a cool villain. I always thought he was a cool villain. Uh, I'm, I'm very interested to see, like, where they go. My skin uh, still that. crawls every time I think about that animated series episode of when he got turned into it and they poured all the stuff down his throat oh. and all on his face. That oh, still yeah. makes my skin crawl. To that shit was day. wild, actually. Oh, man. Dude. I, and I'm actually kind of still... I still, you know what, honestly, because I had to revisit uh, the Arkham games in the wake of uh, the passing of uh, Kevin Conroy, and then just remembering the ending to Arkham City, and I was like, man, mm, Clayface out here. Um, but with that said, I think that's most, oh, I forgot, uh, new Green Lantern series. We're getting two different Green Lantern books coming up in 2023. Uh, this is all going to be spinning out of Dark Crisis. I actually forgot about this. We don't have artists for either of these yet, but, uh, there's going to be a Green Lantern Hal Jordan series, uh, by Marco Tamaki. And then there will be a, uh, Green Lantern John Stewart series, uh, by Philip Kennedy Johnson. I'm more interested in the John Stewart one, obviously. Uh... <laughs> So, so there's that. Um, so yeah, that there's a lot of uh, there there's a lot of stuff. Oh, and the the Superman series. There's a Superman book that's coming up that looks like it could be. It has the capacity to be interesting. I'm not that big a Superman guy though. So, so here's the thing. Yeah. I think might change you up on that. Talking about uh, it, talking about his, the the War World stuff. Not even that, but it's written by Joshua Williamson. Okay. So it's, oh it's, yeah, the 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 Superman. Okay, got you, got you. And I still give that brother rope because of how much I was a fan of Birthright. Mm-hmm. So I, I'll I'll give him some leeway. I might read an issue yeah. or two of, of the Superman, but the World I, War yeah. stuff was fire. I'm not done with it, but mm-hmm. that shit is fire from what I'm reading so far. Yeah. Well, that well, okay. So okay, okay. So 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 to put some to put a finer point on it. For one, I like Joshua Williamson ever since Birthright. I actually liked his Flash. It got a little wild towards the end of his run, but I still liked his Flash. Uh, I loved Godspeed and the the Flash War and all that stuff that he did with that and how what he did with Reverse Flash, all that. Is when you get past Flash War and things start to settle down, that I kind of was like, mm, I'm not really with it anymore. But I like Philip Kennedy Johnson because, well, for one, the War World stuff with Superman was awesome. And because Philip Kennedy Johnson is a vet, I feel like he is he is in a prime position to write a John Stewart that is probably the most authentic version of John Stewart we may ever see in our lifetime. Um because well and while he does openly admit he never really intentionally tries to get political or anything like that with his comics the fact of the matter is he's also openly admitted that his life experiences inform his comics so I feel like he is in a very unique position as someone who has served in the military worked in very kind of like I feel like people like Tom King who you know once again was I think he was in the CIA uh yeah yeah like yeah. I feel like I when actually you have his book, The Sheriff of Babylon, Charles mm. Soule. You know, so many people really yeah. wanted to see his She-Hulk and his Daredevil because he's a lawyer. So. He's a lawyer, yeah. 
As a matter of fact, uh, uh, to the point that he consulted on the She-Hulk TV show and will very likely consult on the Daredevil uh, board again TV show for the same reason. Um, so yeah, when you have someone who has experience with the types of things that you know a character is supposed to be familiar with, I feel like he would write a Jon Stewart that would just be unlike any like just would not, no Jon Stewart I feel would would ever be as authentic as one that he could write. Is is, is you think what I'm you saying. gonna hear? Uh, you think you gonna hear Aldous Hodge when you're reading it? <laughs> Oh, God. No, I hope not. I hope not. I mean, to be fair, that was an aspect of the character I thought was cool uh, in that movie. But it just, I feel like he's, his performance was just way behind on it. Yeah, it is what it is. Uh, let's, you know, that. let's get into, before we get into our uh, recommended uh, for the week, uh, let's do, uh, let's get into these super chats, because we got some, uh, going back a ways that I haven't gotten a chance to address. Uh, we got one here from Sucked with 499, says in Canada in the 90s, they aired Ninja Scroll on a Canadian Cartoon Network at 9pm, and little boy me caught it, and couldn't believe his little boy eyes. Hey, look, when the, 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 um... I forget what the fuck his position was, but uh, the guy who was basically like commanding the ninjas, uh, not the the eight devils of Kimon, but the just regular degular dude. Uh, when he was piping old girl out and getting told that all his ninjas got clapped, <laughs> and like there was a part where he heard what she said and he kind of paused. The cheat he he paused the cheat clapping, and then just kept on going. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, for some reason, that broke me in a way that I'll never understand. <laughs> we also got um, Legion with the 199 says, Blur watches hentai for the art aspect. No, I do not. <laughs> I I do not. I do not watch hentai. I, like, I'm aware of hentai's existence, and yes, I have seen some before, but no. It's, it's, there's, there's nothing artistic. I mean, yeah, I guess there is something artistic about it, but like, there's no plot half the time. Like, I remember one of my buddies, and I'm not trying to put him on blast, so I'm not going to say his name. He used to always tell me about this anime called Bible Black. I was like, this is the dumbest shit I'd never heard of. And I think there was another one I found because uh, one of my favorite anime artists from back in the day was Masami Obari. And I wanted to see more of his work. So, like, I looked up, hey, what's some more stuff that Masami Obari did other than, like, uh, Fatal Fury and... uh uh. High Voltage Fighter Kaiser. Then I found he did something called Angel Blade. So I was like, dude, Angel Blade, let me check this out. I looked it up on a torrent site, downloaded it, watched it, and then was like, this is a whole-ass porn. Because he did two of them, because I was like, yeah, let me download both of them. I, it was Angel Blade and Angel Blade Punish. I was like, this is just basically a girl getting piped out by multiple monsters. I am done. Get this shit out my face. This, I was like, this, this is, I was like, this is some nasty shit. <laughs> like, what, I was like, it turned, that shit turned me into, uh, uh, Samuel Jack. This is some fucked up, repugnant shit. <laughs> anyway, we got Nick D with the 25 says, is there a story in Marvel that you wish they would write and or explore? For example, I would have loved to see the idea of Krakoa 
viewing Dylan Brock as a mutant and the problems that could occur between Krakoa and Eddie. I don't know. I don't know. Is there a story that I wish? Uh, yes. Actually, no, there is. There's one because I've said it all the time. I wish we saw comics that focused on uh, Monica Rambeau and Blue Marvel. Uh, kind of like the same way that... Okay, so what Ryan North is doing right now with the Fantastic Four, even though we only got one issue in, I would have loved to see a series in that vein with Monica Rambeau and Blue Marvel. Like, kind of like how, yeah, Mr. Terrific kind of got his own version of the Fantastic Four in DC Comics, the Terrifics. Do something like that with Monica Rambeau and Blue Marvel, where, like, let's say they keep some of the people who they normally hang out with a lot around and on the team... Like, or, or or maybe not even have, like, an actual team. They just have a couple of people who they just hit up every now and again. So, like, you know, occasionally, you America want a, Chavez. You want, a new age, uh, you want a new age meteor, man. <laughs> I mean, hey, it could be That's a thing. That's what I'm thinking about the whole Yeah, I mean, hey, it could be a thing. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just putting it out there. It, but, but, but be good. Uh, <laughs> uh, but no, like you, you could bring in like America Chavez. Uh, you could bring in occasionally. You could have like you know, Captain Marvel show up. You could have, uh, you have them uh bump into like Galactus. Basically, have them have have them bumping all their old like Ultimates. Uh, teammates, Black Panther show up every now and again. But just but the book focuses solely on them. Just the two of them, and just them occasionally working. Like, you know, hey, Jericho Drum show up every now and again, hang out, uh, come by the house, and like, oh shit, we uh, we 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 cook, we we have a little fish fry, man. Jericho, go ahead and pull through. Uh, we gonna invite Jericho and Luke. Y'all come through, and you know, we go, uh, you know, Blue Marvel hat. They have a little poker night or whatever, and all of a sudden some shit pop off, and they gotta go take care of business. Like that's the type of shit I'm talking about. Like like Marvel, like honestly. I like slice of life stuff. Like that's why I'm such a huge fan of that uh, Matt Fraction Hawkeye, uh, because while it has an overarching narrative, it's mostly slice of life. It's just Hawkeye doing his day to day shit and just shit happening around him. That's the type of shit I would love to see for Blue Marvel and Monica Rambeau. Where they're just living their lives, doing normal everyday shit that you, me, and everybody else do, and then some shit pop off, and they gotta handle it. I might actually rewatch Hawkeye today. Oh yeah, I enjoyed that series. It, it it was it was good. It was good. You just reminded me of another omnibus I need to buy because I need to buy that fraction run. Oh yeah, dude, look. This is why I hate telling him there are certain books I need to buy because he does shit like that. Right here, he'll do shit like that, and it hey. just. Irks me to no end, though. Hey, hey, I'm going to be proud of that motherfucker because I had to go on eBay to get that shit and bid against motherfuckers for it. That that was some bullshit. Uh, but but no, uh, uh, why is Photoshop? Okay, whatever. Photoshop just decided to open for no reason. I guess I may, maybe I clicked on it by mistake. Shit, I don't know. Anyway, um, moving on along, let's get... Oh, oh, that's okay. I thought OBS did something. That was just Adobe Creative Cloud trying to tell me some shit. Uh, let's get to our recommendations for the week. Carter, uh, what is your recommendation for the week? Mine is going to... <laughs> so... 
my recommended is actually something I told you was going to be coming out this week because I actually went mm. back and I reread it. Um, mm. It's going to be a book from Karen Gillan called Die. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, because you are our resident D&D guy, why don't you talk a little bit about my recommended this week? Because this, this was some shit I did not think I would enjoy, but Woo. I gave it a chance. Look. <laughs> You want to talk about our Lord and Savior die? Trade one. Trade two. Trade three. Trade four. And I'm going to get the hardcover omnibus when it come out. Which I think is next week. Uh, I will talk about it. Actually, Carter, you want to hear something funny? Uh-oh. Did you know Kieran Gillen has an actual role-playing game based on this game? There's an actual no, but- system. That I did know because it was in the back of a couple of issues where he was talking about it. Okay, well, here's the funny thing about that. It's an actual book now. It was on Kickstarter recently. Oh, wow. Uh, he put it on Kickstarter recently, and it made... It it uh it, it made some bank. Uh, <laughs> it, it made some bank. Uh, actually, yeah, here it is right here. And the one thing is, I hate it's a board game because I think I told you this, and I still stand by it. Mm-hmm. I wish it was a video game in yeah. the vein in the vein of the first Darkest Dungeon. Yeah. I think that shit would be fire. Okay, so here it is right here. So it's a role this is a role playing game. This is like a tabletop role playing game just like D&D. They asked for 30,000 pounds. They got 523,000. Uh, I didn't back it. I wish I did. I should have backed it. I'm probably going to try and get on, like, they do, like, a late backer program. I'll probably get in on it. But, um, is, and this is a game literally based on this book. And for, so, and I guess to, to put a finer point on, to get to, you know, the, the, the meat of the matter here, Die is a comic. If you were ever familiar with the Dungeons and Dragons cartoon... Uh, Carter, did you ever see the Dungeons and Dragons cartoon back in the day? Or was that maybe I, a little bit before your time? It was, so I didn't get to see Dark, or I didn't get to see, I almost said Darkest Dungeon because I was looking at the chat. I didn't see the Dungeons and Dragons, I saw Mighty Max. Okay, cool, 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 cool. So, for those who are unfamiliar, there was a cartoon series called Dungeons and Dragons based on Dungeons and Dragons. And it was about a group of kids who got... Uh, snatched into the world of D&D. And Die is basically a comic that's like, what if that actually happened to real people? And what would their life be like when they came back? More importantly, how would they feel about going back? Like if if they just started getting their lives back on track and they got snatched into it again, only this time they're not teenagers and kids, but they're full-grown-ass adults. That's kind of what Die goes for, um, uh, for the most part. It's it's a fun book. It's a very fun book. It's a sad book, too, because it deals with a lot of grief. Um, I know some people will probably try and call it woke once they get halfway through the story because of the main character, uh, which... Honestly, you see coming a mile away if um, if you know what to look for. 
the but yeah, each of the characters I I thought was cool. I think one of my personal favorites was the one I forget his his actual name, but the one black character who was the grief knight. That dude, I thought he was awesome. His story was incredibly fucked up. Uh, but like his whole thing was like the more sad he gets, the more powerful he gets. Uh, then there was like the Asian chick, like her whole thing was like she could make deals with gods. <laughs> like it was one of those things. It wasn't like traditional D and D. It was almost more like for those who are familiar with shit like Pathfinder, it was like motherfuckers came up with some homebrew ass Pathfinder classes that would that no DM wants to run a game for. That's basically what it was. Um, but it was fun. It was cool. It had stakes. Uh, and it was also appropriately ended at issue number 20. So that when you get that last issue, it's literally die 20. <laughs> but yeah, great comic. I would have caught that. I would have never caught that. I just thought it was a good comic. <laughs> oh yeah, no, dude. I, I love it. I, I fucking love it. So many of the common uh, Dungeons and Dragons and just tabletop role playing game tropes as a whole. Uh, it's a uh, um, it, it's really cool. And like I said, since you're not like it's one of those deals where the characters, while yes, they are not like your traditional Dungeons and Dragons classes. That's not really what you're there for. You're there for the experiences that these people are going through, like how. Imagine if you just disappeared for a couple of years as a kid and you just mysteriously come back. <laughs> what is your life going to be like? People are going to think you were dead. <laughs> oh, oh and there up. There, look, God damn. <laughs> Jonathan Moda comes in hot like this with the with with the super chat. I always makes me think of All Might. <laughs> like, I always feel like this motherfucker just gonna show up like, never fear, for I am here. <laughs> like that's what I just imagined happening. Uh, but no, this Thanksgiving is coming this week, and I'm thankful for each and every one of you. I want to take a moment to say thank you. Thank you for the laughs, the humorous comments, the deep dives and narratives beyond the comics and life. Take care of yourself and each other. Get those motherfucking likes up. God damn it. <sighs> Jesus Christ. What are we doing here? What are we doing here? God damn it. <laughs> that's it. That's Jonathan Moda coming in hot with the $200. God damn. Lord have mercy. Uh, I, I'm not gonna. I'm. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, that. That is. Whew. Jesus. Every like. No lie. That. That is. That is. Oh man. That just hit a motherfucker in the soul right there. That just hit a motherfucker in the soul. You can't even say none of that. <laughs> you can't even say none of that. <laughs> but, I'm sorry. Uh, I was I was looking at that, and then somebody sent me this video on Instagram. Apparently, Hulk Hogan is really upset because people keep retweeting or sending him a video of the new WWE 2K game with him on one side, like it's a Royal Rumble, and all the black wrestlers on the other side just jumping him. Oh, <laughs> and they just keep sending it to him, bruh. 
I would send that shit to him too. Let, let me let me fuck around and find that shit. I would I would tag him. Yo, Hogan, how you like this? I'm sorry, but Jonathan Moda, again, thank you. Thank you. Um, oh, yes. I can tell you. Um, got the Sony headset as well. So, again, thank you. Booyah. So, we, have, every, we have everything. It took a month and change, but we have <laughs> everything now. So, thank you. It, 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 it only took a bloody fortnight. <laughs> the two fortnights. Wait, what's, what's, a fortnight's what? Two weeks? It is big and white, so I guess I do have a plate. There you go. There you go. Uh, wait, said so did Hogan, did Hulk Hogan say something racist? Yeah, a while ago. <laughs> and he's said other racist stuff over the years, but uh, I don't think any of that's been caught on camera. But yes, Hulk Hogan did say something racist. Yes, he did. Uh, this was a while ago, back when he was, uh, back when he was going through that whole Gawker media trial where he took Gawker to court. Uh, and then during that, that was when like the tapes had come out showing him saying the N word with the hard R. Uh, and when he, in in reference to black people, shit. I, I think yeah, cause it. it was because his daughter. I think yeah, he says it was something about his daughter, wasn't it? Like how yeah, she was. Like, I think she so. Was dat- yeah, like he was. She was mad. She was dating the. Yeah, but that was my. You just kind of gushed over my recommended. What's your recommended this week? Oh man, you're not gonna like mine. <laughs> but, uh, it's something I started rereading recently. I know it's not a popular comic with. I don't know. There's some people who just don't care for it. What? Crossed. Crossed. Okay, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Oh no! 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 I'm not. I'm not pulling. I'm not pulling that bullshit up. Mm-mm, you're not gonna get me with that. You ain't about to get me with that motherfucker. Uh uh-uh. uh. Don't, don't you even try. Uh uh-uh. uh. No. Um. Uh no, my uh my recommended is actually a um it's a comic you and I have talked about before, but I know for a fact you do not like it. <laughs> I'll just say that it is a uh, I've I've been going back and reading, I guess because I was in the mood for something that was very like I don't know. Off the beaten path, let's put it that way. Uh, as a matter of fact, it came up because I was um, I was doing research for a future video. And it led me down this path because I was trying to you know, look up stuff that was in that vein. And here, let's see. Uh, let me see if I can pull this up. There it is. Uh, so... Mine is going to be Avengers Arena. <laughs> I knew that was going to be the look on his face. Uh, by uh, Dennis Hopeless and uh, Kev Walker, Frank Martin. Um, so, I was reading the new Murder World Avengers uh, comic, which I actually enjoyed, oddly enough. Um... And I was like, you know, let me go back. I want to see something. And I was trying to see if there was like a character or something that maybe came from somewhere else. And I went back and started reading this. I was like, dude, I forgot. I actually really enjoyed this. Now, for me, my mileage, everyone else's mileage is going to vary because for me, I liked it because it was a bunch of different random and sundry characters. There were some that you would be familiar with some, you probably wouldn't. 
And I thought it was cool that they all kind of had this battle royale style story where anybody could catch it. I hate the, I mean, you know, spoilers, but I hate the brother had to die at the very, you know, beginning of the, the story. But, you know, that that's a thing that happens. Uh, but I, I liked it. I liked the journey that a lot of the characters went on. And I actually had a really good time with it. Um, I will also say that uh, if you are more familiar with the current um, landscape of Marvel Comics, this one is pretty much hard to go back and read because you already know who is and is not uh, going to catch it. Um, because well, I'm like, going I wouldn't say I wouldn't say that because you know there have been several like reboots since. Then, well, yeah. So... You, you you may not know when some well yeah yeah you know so yeah there there are some characters yeah there there are some characters you probably be like oh wait they're back okay uh but no it has some of my favorite characters in it too um you know characters like Cullen Bloodstone who I think is a total shitbird but I like him as a character uh the character Hazmat or actually I take it back he's a shit ass because I've been watching a lot of reserv uh, reservation dogs but uh he's a, he's a total shit ass um. And then uh, there's also characters like Hazmat who, um, and this was also another thing that made me go back and read it because I forgot that Hazmat got her start in this. Because uh, you, you see her more on the Captain Marvel side of things because she's basically kind of Captain Marvel's, not sidekick because that's not what she is, but it, she's the closest thing Captain Marvel has to a sidekick now. Um... But was, um, I was wondering what happened to that character. I actually like yeah. that character. Yeah, Hazmat. She's a uh, yeah. She she is regularly kicking it with Carol. Uh, they have a very antagonistic relationship at first, but then they quickly become um, uh, besties. Not long after. Uh, matter of fact, uh, right now it's Captain Marvel, Hazmat, Spider Woman. Monica Rambo, uh, She-Hulk, and uh, uh, Captain Marvel's new sister that she never knew she had before. They all go out and hang out together. <laughs> uh, I think one of the issues they had not too long ago, Captain Marvel, they had a girls' night out, and that was when she later ended up getting broke off by uh, the Sorcerer Supreme. <laughs> not Hazmat, but uh, Carol. <laughs> she got put in the winds of a tomb <laughs> she got, what's so uh, funny about that is i didn't even touch the camera it did it by itself it did it by oh it damn knew, <laughs> it, it knew what time it was. look he's like i'm out uh, but now she caught them bolts of Balthock. <laughs> Got hit with them flames of the fall team. <laughs> anyway, so uh, but no, uh, Avenger. Uh, so Avengers Arena Murder World. I think it's a cool comic. Like I said, not everybody's gonna jive with it. But if you like stuff like Battle Royale, that's basically what this is. It's Battle Royale, but with like teenage superheroes from the. Uh, uh, from the Braddock, some of them are from the Braddock Academy, not all of them. Uh, but like uh, Wolverine, uh, or at the time she was X-23, uh, Hazmat, Reptile, uh, Darkhawk, and 
I think, yeah, she ended up calling herself Deathlocket because <laughs> she was like, she was technically a Deathlock. Uh, it was technically a pejorative. The girl was making fun of her, but she, had, I think she ended up just taking the name. Oh, Nico from The Runaways. A lot of the, a lot of those characters are in it, so there you go. Uh, that is, uh, that is my, uh, uh, I guess, yeah, if, if it wasn't obvious, they're not doing this for no reason. It's because Arcade is making them, uh, for those who aren't familiar with the Marvel villain Arcade who likes to put people in elaborate death traps that often fail. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, that is my recommended. Um, and let's get into our questions from the Discord. Let's get into questions from the Discord. Uh, let's see, what we got here? Do we have any? Well, do we have any questions from Discord? We do! We got one from uh, Haifakage. Says, uh, hey, fellas. Hope all is well today. I had two questions, if I may. How do you get, How did you guys meet? That's an easy one. And second, what do you think of combing... Uh, what? Hmm? I'm oh, thinking that's supposed to be combining. Combining. I, I, ca I caught it after. Combining black content creators together at a con like DreamCon to rival other cons. Or is content creating... Too competitive these days. Thank you, and Wakanda forever. Uh, so here's the thing. Uh, Carter and I actually met through uh, GameStop. Uh, we both uh, uh, worked uh, for GameStop. Not the same one, but... Uh, he worked in the nice colonizer part of town, and I was in the hood. Yes, uh, and I think yeah, we would, and like we 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 actually we mostly uh, interacting through because uh, you know, uh, you know call the people to see hey you got this or hey so and so wants this or you know blah 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 yada 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 whoop de whoop yeah. whatever. And then I started working at that mall, and mm -hmm. I would just how you see like some people in TV shows would just go to the bar and kick it. Yeah, working at a mall on your lunch break. I just went over there and just kicked it with Ernie for him. Yeah, <laughs> that was basically what it was. That was basically what it was. Uh, so that that is it's it's not the most exciting origin story of all time, but that that is basically what it came down to. Um, and as far as organizing black content creators, I'm personally not against it. Here's the problem with that: a lot of black content creators. It's not that they don't want to work together. And it's not that I don't think they can. I actually think it is very incredibly possible. But here is the problem you're going to run into. There is a crab... There is a crabs in a barrel mentality among some of them. And I don't even like crabs. I'm allergic, apparently. Uh, I've recently discovered in the last year or so, especially when I had... Then just recently discovered I really fucking like crab. Um, then come to find out the shit will kill me. Um, so yeah, I here's the thing. I personally feel I personally feel like if you get the right ones together, ones who are like-minded who want to better each other and uplift each other because I've always believed in the saying that a rising tide lifts all ships. 
Bottom line is this: what yeah. he's asking is, are you comics is playing dope spill? Not oh, there's going to be at a con at some point because if you no. don't know Haifakage, if somehow oh, yeah. you weren't here for that, mm-hmm. we all streamed together before. Yes, this is true. This is true. Right here. Yeah, right here. I, I mean, I think if it was like me, Rob, Dope, and alternative factual no no i i would i would rather i would rather drink turpentine and piss on a fucking brush fire than be in the same room with uh alternative laxuals uh but anyway uh that said what are some other black content creators though oh you've got andre the uh black nerd black nerd comedy uh you've also got uh one of our one of our own uh and one of my favorite people uh you've got a uh, fantastic frankie and uh also got a uh, black gay comic geek um there are some other ones out there uh most here's the thing a lot of them tend to be in very specific niches like Frankie doesn't really do YouTube. She does uh, TikTok and Instagram uh, more than anything else. Uh, Black Gay Comic Geek does YouTube, uh, but also does Instagram and TikTok, and kind of has a dual presence or in in all of those arenas. Uh, Andre, I don't really. Andre does streaming on Twitch now sometimes, and I don't really keep up with his YouTube as much. And of course, you know Rob and Dope. Well, duh, YouTube. Um, I'm blanking on others. Oh yeah, uh, I forgot about I forgot about New Sage. A collab with Double Toasted would be nuts. Was that oh <laughs> Double Toasted? A collab yeah. with us and yeah. Double Toasted would be hilarious. Yeah, oh no, I would love to do something with Double Toasted. Uh, that'd be great. New Sage, I'm not. Here's thing with New Sage. I've I've reached out to New Sage in the past, never got a response. So I just kind of here's my thing. If I reach out to somebody and they don't respond, I don't reach back out. Like it's a it's a one time reach for me. So at that point, that person has to reach out to me. That's just kind of how I operate. Yeah, double, uh, double toast. It would be fun though. Mark Bernard. Yeah. I don't like Mark Bernard. Mark Bernard. Uh, I don't like Mark Bernard. Uh, Martin would be yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, Mar uh, Martin from Double Toasted definitely. Uh, I like Corey too. Uh, let's see. How the folks bring back um uh. uh Spill like all oh. animated, bro. <laughs> Dude, that'd be a, an animated cave would be. Oh lord, that would be that. That would be that'd be too expensive. I'll I don't even think it would if be possible. If we could get like animated clips from these caves and start Dude. posting them, we made it. Cause we already oh, yeah. somebody. But if yeah. we could do animated clips of what we. <sighs> Dude, that's actually something I had thought about before. Like, actually, I've always wanted to do something like with animation. I just don't know how to animate. But if I could ever get it, the only thing animation is expensive. Depending, like, you got to have an in. But like, uh, I've actually really wanted to do something where like I could get like an anim, like like yeah, take like clips from like the show and turn them into like an animated format and just post. Dude, that'd be awesome. I would love that shit. Uh, but once again. It is what it is. Uh, let's see here. Uh, <laughs> no, we do not. Yeah, exactly. I agree with DJ. Uh, with not DJ. 
TJ Tennant. I don't know why I said DJ. Uh, but anyway, TJ Tennant. Yeah, no, we don't. Talking about a uh, uh, collab with me. I'm gonna say David. You 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 trying to say David Tennant out here being a DJ now? I mean, he, maybe, hey. the doc, the Doctor Who mixtape of 2021. Is I mean, he he did just recently come back as a doctor for like a New York minute. So I mean, I ain't mad at it. Uh, this but, uh, way, there's a few cheap apps that can uh that can help you um do simple animated projects with little experience. I'll have to look into that. Uh, RDC World, that is another one. Um, I actually originally, so you know how like they, huh? I could never do anything with RDC World. Only reason being, <laughs> because those do they those are young, wild boys. Oh yeah, they're I'm wild not as fuck. that anymore. Oh no, no, no. If I was younger, yeah, sure. I mean, I would yes. still collab with them. I still collab with them, but like, I couldn't be, I couldn't go out with them. Cause I would just feel dirty as fuck the whole time. Oh, uh, I'd be like, man, I can't do shit. Y'all too wild. But no, um, like how they do like the like anime house and stuff like that, and like the skits and shit. I always want to do stuff like that, but like with comics, like to do them like at like a, like just but more focused on like more comic centric shit. Like that would be my thing if I did it at all. Um. We stayed on this question way too long. Yeah, we are. Yeah, we are. Uh, yeah, you got somewhere yeah. you gotta go. <laughs> that is also true. Yeah, uh, let let's 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 move it on along. Uh, Rough Rider says, uh, "Do y'all think Sins of Sinister event will be the Age of Apocalypse for this generation?" Yes, and the reason why I say that is because they kind of already said it. <laughs> so yes, Age. Uh, yeah, Sins of Sinister is meant to be an Age of Apocalypse style uh, event. So yeah, I, I I don't think that's impossible. Uh, Jay, Jay Dizzle says, uh, hey brothers, two Hulk questions. Uh, I am rereading Immortal Hulk and discovering again why I love this run. That said, I still feel like the back end of the run went too deep into the metaphysical that it's confusing. I actually wish they stayed with the I Believe in Banner mini arc with him destroying the human world. Uh, did you like the flow of Ewing's run as is, or would you have liked it to linger in a mini arc longer? Uh, well, that's the first. So, I'll, let me go ahead and say this. The medical, the, uh, the medical, the metaphysical stuff, while yes, it did lean really heavily into it towards the end, it had been teasing it since almost the beginning. And the whole idea of are you the light or are you the dark? Or are they just two sides of the same coin? Or something else? Like, like, like what is that exactly? They kind of did that a lot with the, with the, with that run, and they kind of sprinkled, it started off just being kind of sprinkled here and there, and it'd be easily just kind of ignored, and then it started just coming up more and more and more, but yeah, I, but I do feel where you're coming from with that, because it does kind of like ramp up towards the end, I do kind of prefer the I Believe in Banner stuff, uh, but they, uh, I would, tend, if, I, if it were me, what I would have done is I would have leaned more into what I thought was really cool was when Hulk was kind of turned into like a little gamma powered Bernie Sanders. That was what I was feeling. That that's the shit I was feeling. Uh says, would you like to see Oh, and Carter, do you have any thoughts on on that? On the I will I will agree that I really wanted to see what would happen with him quote unquote trying to destroy the world. Yeah. Because the world isn't taking care of it. Um yeah. Or because people aren't taking care of the world. So he's just gonna destroy yeah. people. Um yeah. that well, and, been, and that's what uh, it was. Yeah, that's what it yeah. was. Yeah. But going too far into the god devil kind of stuff, I can I can agree with that. I I can mm. agree with that. Um, I don't like that a lot of 
I won't say a lot, but there are some things that you do find out later on, not in Immortal Hulk, but in the Gamma Flight book that came out afterwards. I would have mm. liked to have seen a lot of that shit in Immortal Hulk proper and not have to buy another miniseries just to see that stuff. But yeah, it, it, it was fine. But yeah, Jay Dizzle, I will agree with you on, on, on certain parts. That I would have really liked to see the destroy the world and see what the ramifications would have been for that. Yeah, that would yeah no that would that I would I would have enjoyed that a lot, um and then says uh would you like to see Banner Hulk interact with the Krakoa era X Men more thanks um uh, nah, no nah, not really no nah, I'm good on that I, I don't I'm I'm Hulk and the X Men I mean while they can exist in the same space in the same time they don't have to for me they could be separate of each other and I'd be perfectly fine with it. Uh, L J Brown says guys have you heard of the news about Chris Hemsworth yes I did it was very heartbreaking. Uh, that he is, uh, he has a, basically a predisposition towards, uh, being diagnosed with Alzheimer's, which is a heartbreaking thing to have. Uh, and I hate it for him. I think it's terrible. Uh, and he doesn't have it, case in point. He doesn't have it, but just saying that he very likely could get it. And that would be a very heartbreaking thing. Um... Which I find incredibly sad. Uh, Urban Prince of Strong Style uh, says, "Hey, Blurton Carter, got two qu- uh Everybody's got two questions. Like y'all, y'all do realize that, like, like I'm, you know what, you know what, I need to stick to the rules. It's L. J. Brown. He, they're trying to get those three hours. Yeah, yeah, y'all getting one from now because I see everybody trying to do it. Two questions, two questions, two, and like literally three, four, five questions row, two questions, and I'm still." I still haven't answered any questions from this week, uh, or from the week prior. So we're gonna do that real quick. Uh, Urban Prince of Strong Style, though, I'm gonna get his first one. You only getting the one, so we're gonna take a pick. So I don't know if you in here. If you in here, you might want to you might want to speak up and say which one you want. Treat <laughs> him like Spider Man off Family Guy. Everybody gets one. Everybody gets one. Uh, is what we gotta do. So uh, I, I tell you what, here I'll look at this. I'll look at it and see which ones are actually things that are. We, that would work better. Uh, let's see here. Uh, I tell you what. I'll, should Marvel retcon Miss Marvel to be a mutant in the comics? Sure. What? But thing is, that wouldn't work because Terra Genesis kills mutants. So, if you could figure out a way to make it work, go ahead. Uh, Kudama says uh, this is actually a question they asked last week and I'll answer it this week. Do you think after the MCU is done with Kang, will we get the Beyonder or or Galactus or Galactus next? I think you're more likely to get Galactus than Kang, if I'm being brutally honest. Um, Let's see here. Uh, uh, Let's see. Prince of Apathy says, uh, why are people responding to questions in the questions section? Lord, especially after I literally have told, I think, some of the exact same people this is not a space for responses. But anyway, that said, Prince of Apathy says, knowing how he is, why hasn't uh, Namor pulled up on Jean Grey? Technically, he has before, though not in the way I think a lot of people expected. Uh, <laughs> he, um, let's see, what's up? Because your mouth just hung open. 
I, I'm reading the question that Elite X one. I, I clicked on the link. Elite X one just put in questions. It's something he's asking us if we'd ever heard of. But I just oh. saw the name. I saw the name of one of the characters. Oh, I know. Oh yeah, Trill League. Uh, yeah, I, I, I have. You heard of that before? Yeah. Okay. Okay. I've never heard of it. Apparently, Fifty Cent is going to. Okay. So the question is: Have you or Carter ever been on? Have you or Carter ever been up on Trill League? Been following this for over five years now since it was a comic. The creator got turned down twice by Adult Swim for a new series. Now Fifty Cent has invested into helping them make an animated series out of it, and he linked the teaser for it. <laughs> One of the characters on this show is named Black Man. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm good. <laughs> That's just funny in small doses. I could never watch a show where there's a dude literally called Black Man. Like, okay, I get it. Yeah, here's the thing. You know how when people say they hate superheroes that are black that have black in their name i feel the same way about super like when people make comics that are super ghetto like because i get it like you there's a market for it and those people exist but like for me i'm just like i feel like you're just playing off a stereotype at that point like there's I feel like <laughs> there is Ernie, there is a hostage situation here. That woman is pregnant inside that building. Somebody called Black Man. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, at that point, like what what so what are you gonna have? You have Black Man, Colored Man, <laughs> Negro Man. <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't take it seriously. I can't. I cannot take it seriously. I, I refuse. I refuse. Uh, let's see here. Let's get this out of here because I don't want these. I don't want responses in here because it muddies the fucking water. I'm trying to figure out what's a question and what's not. Uh, let's see here. Let's see here. Let's see. Okay, let's move on. We can actually now jump into questions from the chat. Let's go. Uh, I'm going back through here and looking. Uh, let's see here. Uh, uh, well, okay, so here's the funny thing. I see someone brought up Blurds and Whiskey. I've actually been on their show before. <laughs> I did not drink, though, because I'm not a drinker uh, by trade. Uh, Ernie. What? Ernie. I'm not trying to derail it, but I'm still watching this 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 trail league animated trailer. There's a black version of Batman, but instead of a batarang, this motherfucker threw a pick. Okay, no. no. He threw a pick and no. it exploded, Ernie. No, 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 no. Oh, hold on, wait a minute. Uh-uh. Hold on. Nigga, please. <laughs> No, 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 no. I will say it again. Nigga, please. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, sir, I don't like it. <laughs> no, 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 no. 
no, no. <laughs> okay. Anyway. I'm done. <laughs> yeah, no. Let's get these fun questions. We got one from Jerome here. Says, Ernie, what determines you uh, make into a playlist? Is it what you read and enjoy uh, on your personal time, or do you decide a playlist first? Uh, it's what I enjoy in my own personal time. And also what I feel has something to talk about. Uh, so a lot of times that is what will get a playlist made or a series of videos made quicker than anything else. Uh, I try to also do things that people ask me for, but a lot of times that has backfired and bitten me in the ass. So, yeah. Uh, what character do you think is difficult to write because of their concept? For me, it's Cyborg, unfortunately. Uh, Black Mane? <laughs> I'm joking. Uh, though I imagine it'd be difficult. Uh, I think that... Well, yeah, Cyborg... Yeah. I feel like we just haven't gotten a good Cyborg series really i feel like i don't know maybe it's just me i haven't really enjoyed a, a cyborg solo book like ever in life um but i do feel like you can write something good for that character you just gotta you just gotta have somebody that's about business uh on that book um for me excuse me a character i think is difficult to write would be And you know, let's keep it on the DC side of things. Even though technically they have a book coming out again uh, very soon, uh, Blue Beetle is difficult to write for. And I enjoy Blue Beetle, but I think Blue Beetle is difficult to write for because a lot of his stories that people try to write for him are things you've already seen in anime because he is based on anime. Uh, so, yeah, he's based off of uh, Bio Boost and Armor Giver. So, we've already seen that. At least that's my take on it. Uh, Wilbur Rob says, is there a character or writer that you'll give a pass for not-so-great runs? Uh, yes, uh, Brian Michael Bendis. Uh, I give Brian Michael Bendis a pass all the time. Uh, you know, if and when he does write something that is objectively bad. Um, I'm not... I, here's, here's the thing. I'm not going to be one of those people who, if a writer who has otherwise been good for most of their career suddenly starts turn in bad shit, I'm not going to be the guy that's going to be like, yeah, dude sucks. And pretend that they never wrote anything I ever enjoyed. I'm never going to be that guy. Just, just is what it is. Um, but any, anyone who has written good things, but uh, like, okay, Grant Morrison, that's another one. I don't like a lot of Grant Morrison stuff, but I do think he's a good writer. I think he's a. I don't like him as a writer because I think a lot of his stuff is just way too damn crazy. That's just me, uh, and it doesn't jive with me. But I get why it jives with other people, and that's what I think separates me from a lot of other people, especially in the content creation. Not just in comics, as far as like you know people who love comics, but just in the realm of people who talk about comics on YouTube. There's a lot of people who will literally sit here and tell you just because they didn't like something that it was trash, it was garbage, it was terrible, and a lot of times won't even give you any reason actually as to why that is the case, but that's it, and they just write that person off. For me, I can see why people would like something that I don't like. 
it's never confusing to me. Um, but Grant Morrison's one of those people. They are definitely one of those people. Um, <laughs> I just started seeing the comments for that video, uh, the Trill League animated teaser trailer. Everybody, oh, I'm looking forward to this. This is going to be a big hit. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's see here. Do you think Avengers Kang Dynasty will be a young Avengers film? No. But I do think it'll set it up. I do think it'll set it up. Uh, Carter, can they get a link to the video? <laughs> there you have it. Let's see. Uh, Mailman says, uh, let's see. My 7 kilogram or 15.43. God damn. <laughs> Calvin and Hobbes complete collection. That's a heavy ass book. You can kill somebody with that. Uh, I would rather uh, someone throw that instead of a pick. That explodes, but neither here nor there. Uh, Calvin Hobbes Complete Collection arrived this month from Amazon. <laughs> Do y'all read the funny books? Any favorite comic strips? Uh, I don't really read as many these days. Uh, but I used to be real big off into the boondocks, Calvin and Hobbes, Family Circus. Um, what were some other ones? Uh <sighs> I'm blanking right now, but yeah. This is probably the last thing I'm going to say for the rest of this cave, just because I'm still just in disarray from that Trill League. Oh, uh, First of all, the fact that they are called the Trill League. Like, who says Trill? Do people say Trill anymore? Do there was a text conversation between a light-skinned character and a Will Smith-looking dude. The Will Smith-looking dude's name was Big Banks, and the light-skinned character's name was Vanilla Latte. You ain't see that part though. That's why I'm just I'm just over it. But Look. one of my favorite comic strips before the Boondocks became a thing mm -hmm. that I would always look out for in the Sunday Times was Curtis. Oh yeah, Curtis was probably the one comic strip I'd always look for. Curtis and uh, Beetle Bailey. Beetle Bailey was good. Yeah. Um. Says, uh, let's see here. This is ATXJ says, uh, with the success of Cyberpunk Edge Runners, is there any other uh, video game you'd like to see get the anime treatment? Uh, the anime treatment? Yeah, yeah. I tell you what, and this is only because this has a game coming out. Uh, Warhammer. Uh, Warhammer uh, 40k. I would love to see some anime in that universe uh, with Dark Tide uh, about to come out. And if they made an Elden Ring anime, I'd be interested. I wouldn't expect it to be good, but I'd be interested in it being good. If that makes any sense. Um, I would say easy, low-hanging fruit answers like Tales of Arise, but it does already have an anime. We just don't get them over here. And Valkyria Chronicles, same thing. We just don't get them over here. Uh, but I'd be interested in stuff like that, too. 
Uh, oh, uh, Yakuza. I think Yakuza would make a good anime series. Uh, the Like a Dragon series. I'd love that. Uh, who would you get to write the Meteor Man Blank Man crossover and would you read it either way? Uh, I would not read it, but if I just had to have, if I just, if, if someone put a gun to my head and said, you have to pick who writes this, I would pick somebody like David F. Walker, because at least I know it would be somewhat close to a good story. I feel like he would be able to actually make it interesting. If, uh, yeah, I tell you what, if David F. Walker wrote a Blank Man, Meteor Man crossover, I would read it, but yeah, I would... Someone would have to convince me. Like, someone would have to read it first and then tell me it's good. <laughs> uh, Nerd Large says, Blurred, uh, Blurred's mad <laughs> Constantine get his cheek clapped by King Shark and Justice League Dark Apocalypse. No, I'm mad 